<clears throat> Hello, good evening, and welcome to uh, another edition of the Cantina de Mekis podcast, special grand final edition, first leg edition of the uh, Cantina Mex. There is a dog barking in our, in our, in our... Yep, I'll log off, guys. Sorry, I just got a microphone right now. Oh, okay. Well... Looks like we had a, a random logger off, but that's fine. You can stay and listen, but that's okay. Yeah, no, I'm... Stay and listen. Logging out. Bye. All right, all right. Well, I'm not sure who that was, Mystery Man, but uh, we would have uh, gladly have had you uh, at least listen to the show. I mean, good Lord. Anyway, my name is John Jagu. We've been off for a couple of weeks. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We have the... Uh, Liga Mekis first leg final between America and Tigres, which ended in a one-one draw. A result that I'm sure both teams are will be happy with. We'll be talking about that and some other topics with our usual table of just amazing panelists as we close the year here in 2016. Start off out in California with Joel Aceves. Joel, good evening. How are you, sir? Buenos dias, John. Doing pretty good, man. Uh, just got done watching the game. It was, I enjoyed the violence. Uh, despite that, I hope Gignac is fine, but it was good to see both teams, uh, you know, going all out. Yeah, there's no question it was uh, it was a tactical uh, match, to say the least. We'll jump into that. Joel, you have to be, uh, I wouldn't say happy, but uh, you're one uh, but your 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 Chivas have signed a new deal with them with another television company. I think only making the uh, the inevitable jump back into linear broadcasting uh, inevitability by signing with Claro Sports. At what point, Joel, will uh, will Chivas be back on television again? Uh, well, if their contract is for a year. I think they're saying with uh, Claro Video, but it's it's still internet. Uh, and, you know, the way I see it, the people that can afford Sinopolis uh, Click and Claro Video, it's the same people that, uh, you they know. They can afford Chivas TV. So they they're not really expanding their market. They're just making it easier. They're just for the people that could already afford it. Uh, well, it's know, not, well, see, it's not necessarily about the money, though. What, what it's what it's more about, though, is, is, is that they know that they could not, they don't have the capacity there or the structure to be able to stream a video to, you know, potentially hundreds of thousands, if not millions of viewers. They, they, they don't have the capacity. So they have to make a deal with somebody who does. And they did, uh, they did lower the prices. So they're lowering, they're going to lower the prices. And uh, it's interesting, uh, Iguera did an interview and he, he admitted that they made a lot of mistakes on the, he even well, apologized to the Chiva fans for all the bad, you know. And did you accept the service? Did you accept his apology? Nah, man. <laughs> not yet. I'm not. No. You're you're still uh, you're still you're still listening, but the, the ice hasn't melted with with the hey, The only Americanista I would I would accept in Chivas is Pelayes, who actually wore the Chivas jersey. So that's the only one that uh, is, is allowed to uh, cross the threshold there at the Verde Valle. Hey, man, Miguel, to me, he's an opportunista. More power to him. But I just, 
I don't like when you're like the CEO and you're pretty much you're running the whole team, you know. Now, can I ask you a personal question? It's, well, just let me pay. Yeah, but especially if you don't have like a background in football, you know, he, he never played or he was never involved with a club long enough to pick up a few things. He mostly right. just the millionaire playing manager. Does your severe distaste for what's happening right now at the, at the team that, that, that frankly your heart belongs That's not a lie. Your, uh, your heart belongs to Chivas, you've said it many times. I mean, how can, how can you not just, just hate yourself for, 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 for having I'm, 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 I'm asking as, as a friend, seriously. Yeah, it's yeah. It's got to be hard. It's got to be hard. Man. Yeah, man. It's, it's tough, dude. It's, it's tough to to follow the team because, you know, to me, it's, it's more than just a team, you know. It, it represents the city and, you know, it's a part of my family, like tradition. So, you know, it, it sucks that it just how it gets treated overall. And it always seems to be up for grabs. Well, it seems to me, Joy, that there might be a light at the end of the time for you. Because the moves that are being made uh, seem to indicate that there's going to be a major move at, at the end of this whole thing. And I think it's going to be something that could end up being very beneficial for Chivas. But so we'll talk about it later. I mean, we didn't have a fight. We can't, we, we can't make this the Chivas. We already have like eight different levels of Chivas chat on Twitter. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to make every show... Well, uh, we hold the opportunity to, 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 of course, I did ask you the question, so that's probably my fault. <laughs> to, to just, to just pour your, 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 your angst, your Chivas angst out. It, 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 it's like, it's like you're venting your, your Chivas frustration every, every week here on the Fantina. You know, like, it's almost like a support podcast. group. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, hi, I'm Joel. Hey, Joel. And everybody's saying, <laughs> I've been a Chivas fan my entire life. They first disappointed me when I was five. <laughs> but I'm on my third day of not thinking about how disappointed I am, so thank you for that. You know, so. It's got to be rough. It's got to be rough. And I'm sure other Chivas fans that are listening are probably going through the same thing. So we. Uh, no, we, you know what? You know, I don't want to extend this chat, but uh, my fellow Chivistas, they're, they're getting cut up with all the smoke and mirrors. You know, they see, the, they see all the numbers and, and you know, ex- exciting stuff. Yeah. You know, 20, 20 million for Pulido. Well, see, money, as we all know, money, money is, that money is like is like the least important statistic of, of, of what she has to do. Golazo de Pulido in practice. But, but one day it's going to happen for you, my friend. It's a, you're going to be able to do this on this show. <laughs> so I think that should be that should be motivation for, for Chivas's if if Chivas won the title, would 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 you belt Guadalajara for us on the podcast? I I, I would leave that for Juwan. He he has a better pipes. He he's he screamed a golazo in in another one, and I was I was impressed. Well, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll move on, Paul. We'll let you. I know that you've got a lot off your chest. We'll let you recover a little bit <laughs> and listen, and then uh, we'll move on. It looks like speaking of uh, of Chivas fans, well, I'm not sure. What uh, what day it is today? I don't know what the what the schedule says when you're at Candarayas, which team you root for on what day. So we'll have to ask him. Of course, we're talking about Juan Uribe out in California as well. Juan, how are you, sir? 
So now Juan says he's on, and now and now he's lying to us. So, which kind of sucks because I did I did, uh, I did waste a very good intro, and we'll have to. Hopefully, he'll come back out in uh, in Kyle, Texas. The guy who who, who posted he was wearing you wearing a Vienna shirt tonight. Yeah. Are, are you that much of a Vienna that you that you that you that you wore a Vienna shirt? Wow, I did not know that. I got it on, sporting it. Now, are, do you wear the tiga in honor of Tuca or, or just because you like the shirt? Uh, of the two teams, I'm, I'm going for Tigres. And yeah, the Americanistas playing dirty, man. They're roughing up people. What's up, dudes? So. <laughs> he did join us. He did join us. Uh, Juan, it's 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 Thursday. I'm not sure. So, what what day on Thursday? Which Rayas do you do you support on Thursdays? Still nothing. Still nothing from the from the camera Rayas. So maybe he'll he'll hop on. But anyway, that was uh, Alberto Chiquis Campa. That uh, just tuned in. Albert, how are you, sir? Hey, doing good, everybody. A really, little upset of the uh, Wheelas uh, doing their their dirty tactics during this game, but. I mean, as opposed to you know, when 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 America does their ready tactics when there's a game on. Anytime so they get on the field. Yeah, I'm not sure why you're so surprised, but you know what? Every team should do the same thing. So uh, now we have the, a gentleman who's joining us who uh, I think when his team is in the final should get the the proper introduction instead of all the the ones that we like to play them. Upset the Americanistas out there. Ronnie Laguna is with us out in Philadelphia. Ronnie, your, your Eagles did the Cowboys a huge favor for tonight, beating Giants and giving Dallas the number one uh, number one seed in the playoffs. Nice. I'm sure that the uh, Eagles fans would have. Were, I, I actually wanted the Eagles uh, to do good to have, you know, at least have life going towards the last game of the season, you know, just to see them suffer. <laughs> but, uh, I am not going to lie. I. I normally I don't root for the Eagles, but I was rooting for them. You know, I've been rooting for them because I want them. I wanted them to go into the last game of the season with the chance of making the playoffs and then having and have Dallas just uh, you know rob them of uh, any sort of opportunity. But you can't have you can't have everything go your way. Well, I gotta think that uh, the, the business has to be has to be better for y'all when when the Eagles play. Not, not uh, believe it or not, uh, no, because uh, the restaurant over here in, you know, like our university, if we hosted Cricket World Cup, probably, you know. The Cricket you know? World Cup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Cricket World Cup. It seems like the, the, you know, the students over here don't really care much about pointy ball. Snobs. Um, uh, look at those brutes in their helmets and shoulder pads. Nah, well, that's uh, I feel like like the whole town would just be in a better mood if uh, if the Eagles were doing because that's uh, what happens out here when uh, somebody's just tearing into that. I hope I hope it's working out for you. I hope the hope the hope the hope the, hope the prize is good at the end of that. Is that the European Nagantito? The, the, the two pack? At Philip Ronnie. 
Is does Ron? Yeah. It's yeah. Opening up a wrapper. Yeah, I'm eating a um a granola bar. Dang, dude. Se está comiendo un Snickers, el güey. Cambia rayas, is that you? Hey, John. Cambia rayas. So again, for I'll ask for the third time. It's Thursday. On on the cambia rayas schedule, what team does one support on Thursdays? I don't know, man. Jolie, what'd you say? Wait, I'm not cambia rayas, dude. I don't. I don't change change teams, John. Oh, so, so you're you're a Pachuca man through and through now. No, no, no. Look at my avatar. Yeah, well, see, that, that's. I mean, I mean. The avatar is Cambiarayas as well. It's, that is a major <laughs> Cambiarayas. <laughs> 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 well, that's Cambiarayas is is, is Cuauhtémoc Blanco wearing a Chivas shirt, which means that he Cuauhtémoc himself himself would be a Cambiarayas. So that just. <laughs> I think, it, I think it was subliminal. Hey, well, Qual showed us the way, you know? Well, let me ask you this. As our, as our more of our, our tactical guy, did you get to watch the final? Uh, I watched part of it. In the part that you watched, were you just uh, – were you amazed with, with, with the sheer tactical brilliance of each team? Or were you like, man, this is really ethical? Uh, yeah, what was the what was the second part? Effing <laughs> F- boring. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's funny? Tigres uh, try to protect their lead, and uh, you know that backfired big time. Well, they got yeah. the away goal though. Wait, John. Me and Ron were discussing earlier that that doesn't count in the final, right? No, no, no. The away goal in the final doesn't count at all. It's just it's just aggregate. It was that there was this little kid and and uh, they were showing him on the Univision feed. Which kid are you talking about? Uh, hold. Yeah, you know which one, Ron. Come on. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> He's a wheelchair-bound kid. They did the sob story and they said, you know, they were highlighting this kid. They wanted to be a goalkeeper, and and he got some disease and and he's bound to a wheelchair now. And he collects all these jerseys. And uh, they were asking him about the game, and he, he said uh, he wanted America to win. He didn't want Tigres to score because of the white goal rule. Is someone watching Crocodile Dundee? Poor little guy. Poor little guy didn't realize that, uh, that in, in, in the final, the way the way goal just it, it is not the uh, tie. It's just uh, it's just full full score, and, and then if it's tied, you go to extra time. And I remember when they took that rule away. Well, it was one. They still scored in the Azteca. It was. You have to go to the volcano and do something. Yeah, there was, this, this a, game was always going to be decided in the second line, uh, unless one team, one team won three or four zero. So this is like just the first half of the game. Karma is going to get him, especially with that laser dude that was pointing the laser. You know, uh, I'll tell you what. The the best part of uh, watching that game is anytime uh, Guignac gets the ball. That's it kills some of the boring. He uh, handles the ball very well for a big guy. There's no question. That's one of his. Uh, that's one of his strengths. <laughs> I like you know, the roughhousing, though. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but it reminds me of some of the cascaritas I would play. <laughs> They're just as violent, dude. If not, if not more. 
Now, Gignac uh, scored the goal, as we all know, on the, the very end of the first half when the, he actually just stole the ball from the guy to get from the midfield stripe all the way down and then nutmegged uh, Moises Munoz with a toe punch, which, I mean, frankly, is, is, that, not, is that not the ultimate uh, just, you know, a, like one of the worst ways that a goalie can get beaten is a toe punch through the legs. I don't, I don't know if it was a toe punch. I think it was with the outside of his. Oh, it was it was a total toe punch. It was a toe punch. It was outside of his uh, right foot. Tres dedos. Yeah, yeah it just you know it's like, whatever works. No, it was a. Tres, well, I guess a tres dedos, but still, it was a great. It was a, it was a great goal. Was that, a great I was goal. I was sort of expected though, because when whenever the goalkeeper comes out that way. I mean, the only way to sort of protect your both sides is to spread out like that, and you're, you expose yourself to getting nutmegged. He jumped, though. I don't know yeah, if, was, if you guys was, caught that. That was a mistake. He was, like, way in the air. Usually, it's a little bit lower, and it'll still nutmeg. It'll still work. But he was, like, way up in the air. That was his... That was he, he was probably expecting Guignac to, you know, place it a little higher. Yeah. Well, he was expecting Guignac to use his left foot and what he was doing. So, they're totally caught by surprise. Which yeah, is why, which is why it, uh, it worked out so well. But I, I was the way he smoked the who was it, Goltz? Yeah, just ahead, just past him, and not far enough to get to the keeper, and, and it just placed it awesomely. Just smoked him really, really bad on that play. Pretty impressive. So, so Beto, you thought that America played dirty? Oh yeah, man, the very beginning. <laughs> even, the, even the fans, the guy pointing the laser got caught by the cameraman. It only got triggered, huh? <laughs> like what about like like what about like that that like rugby tackle at the beginning of the game like that type of dirty or well, that, that was just Pizarro man that guy's known to be sort of like rough a little bit I actually yeah. I actually thought Pizarro was the man of the match I thought that he did the, he pushed the dark arts as far as he could to stop to stop plays and in, in a cloud in the final that's what you have to do so, it's one one guy again. The whole team. Now, Beto, you you were wearing your uh, your Tigres jersey, right? Yeah. I thought you were Pumas. I have various are, jerseys. Are you also a Cambia Raya? He is a Cambia Colegios. Or, yeah, that's or, uh, or Cambia Gato. <laughs> you transferred, dude. Cambia Gato, that's a good one. <laughs> Cambia Gato. I thought he was a Cruz Azul fan. No, man. That's not me. Actually, I do have like, Neil. I do have a polo. The Camiagatos, that is hilarious. Because <laughs> I thought I thought Chiki was I thought Chiki was a was a you know a Puma. Yeah. Pumas is my Pumas is my best. Pumas number one. Now Ronnie, as an as an America fan, when they had the penalty in the, in the, in the first half, which was God love David for for pulling that one off because that was impressive that he got uh, that call. Unfortunately, I, mean, let's be honest. I actually <laughs> missed that play. Yeah. Well, do you saw a replay of it? I'm sure you saw a replay. No, I didn't get to see the replay. I mean, obviously, I I know that they, I knew that they uh, they got awarded a penalty, but uh, I had to take care of some things here around the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was talking to the popos, and uh, and I came back and it was like you know, one nothing theaters. I'm thinking, crap. You got the. Let me explain something, John. Well, we were, we were in the pre-game or the pre-show chat, and all of a sudden Ronnie disconnects when uh, when America goes down. 
it doesn't come back on. <laughs> that's not true, dude. It doesn't come back on until <laughs> until they score and tie it. So I was like, oh, that's just- <laughs> really what an amazing coincidence. So, John, so, so, so the chota comes by. At the minute 43, there, right? There, and, and then we leave in the minute 74. Is that what happened? No, there was an assault outside of our building. And obviously, we, you know, we have cameras and stuff like that. And uh, I think it was a student that got assaulted. So uh, obviously, you know, I had to provide the, the, the police officers with uh, footage of, you know, what went down. But, you know. But, but again, the timing was, was impeccable. It just happened to happen in that window. It just, yeah, it did. Like, that, is, that is absolutely incredible. That is absolutely incredible. That's, yeah. you know, you know, when you have luck like that, Ronnie, I mean, you have you have to think that your chances are good, right? Yeah, and those and the guys thought that I, you know, when America scored and tied it up, that like I came on and they think that I, oh, okay, I came on just as America <laughs> tied it up. Oh, so just in a. It's just an amazing coincidence. So that that's very interesting. So you so then you didn't you have no idea how they scored the goal either. Right? Uh, no, I did. I did see that. I did see that. Oh, you did manage to see that. that yes, that's, that's very interesting. It's <laughs> very interesting indeed. I did see that. Okay. Well, you know, I feel bad then because you know I, I really wanted to ask because I mean, it seemed like you know if if, if you're a, a fan a fan base that constantly believe that that has the the the. In their mind, the unqualified opinion that, that, that the referees are 100% against them, and then they get a call like that. Not, not against them. It's just I think that the pressures, you know, calling a game against, you know, when there's America, I think I, I think that sometimes – You're saying America's in the refs' heads, and they don't want to show too much favoritism. Okay, well, I'll put it to you this way. Um I'll put it to you this way, and, and it does exist. There was uh, real sports. Real sports had a, a, a uh, real sports had a um, a segment on baseball umpires and the calls that they make. And there, but there's actually technology that can get the calls 100% accurate. And obviously, you have your traditionalists that uh, are opposed to that, you know, because it's still part of the game. But the they they brought in this like economist uh, dude that also you know uh, I think from MIT I forget what university but for like uh, two years or so if I recall the guy was studying the calls in, in Major League Baseball and he found out that home field advantage did exist in baseball. You know, at a subcon, you know, the, the officials, I guess, you know, subconsciously, they were, you know, calling for the home team because I guess that, you know, because they were feeling the pressures from, from, from the, the for the, the crowds and stuff like that. But they proved that there is a, a home field advantage in, in Major League Baseball because of the amount of calls based on, you know, they, they were seeing what was actually thrown and what was being called. So I still think. And I and I'm a firm believer in this that in Mexican football, Mexican soccer, officials have a hard time uh, officiating against America. Maybe I'm not saying that they're bottom, or I'm not saying that they're doing it just 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 to fuck with them. I'm just saying that I think that the, the I guess the pressure of not wanting to seem like they're in Televisa's pocket 
they tend to call games a little different when 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 they're you know when America is there. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe so, I'm wrong. So again, 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 you think you think America is in there? Huh? I, I I think so. I think I think that I think there's an extra pressure that teams don't want to you know that umpires don't want to. And it's, and it's especially bizarre that you know you know it's the quote unquote good ones, right? Which one? And, and, well, I'm just saying, you know, just in general, end up end up getting the the get the you know the the studio arbitral gig after they're done. Like like the Paul Delgadillos and Archundias and those guys, the, the and the, the Arturo Bricios and Mario Rubio. I don't know if he actually got the got the airtime. It wouldn't surprise me if he did. Bonificio, what's his name? <laughs> oh, I know Bonifaz. I can't remember him. Yeah, Bonifaz or something. Yeah. I forget. Yeah, I forget. I miss him. I like I like what he's not saying. Kodesar, Yamasaki, all those. Players. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So. Well, it ended one one, but I, I was you know, just uh, I, it's, it's it's very unfortunate though that we did not get your you know your your perspective on the point because uh, well it's just uh, I guess we'll give you uh, I guess our best uh, interpretation of what we saw. Uh, I saw Oliva take just take advantage of contact and then land on the ground, look at the ref, and go, "Did you see that?" And then and then he you know, he, got, he, like, he got the call. And uh, do you think it was a penalty? Hell no, <laughs> no chance. It was it was it's, it was. Minimal incidental contact, and he went. The, he went the full air rod. I mean, he, that was he. He robinized that one for sure. What, what happened was he 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 kicked the ball with his leg up in the air, and when he brought his leg down, Duenas was already underneath his leg, and he, he actually sort of brought his leg down onto Duenas's leg, and then he proceeded to twist his body around <laughs> to to. to Exactly, he went the full Robin. He he he, he totally bought. He totally sold. So and then he but then he didn't he didn't make it though. He didn't do his uh, due diligence and he missed the shot. And maybe there was a sniper in the stance. Well, the sniper may not have come directly. But he obviously heard the bullets, the bullets whizzing by. There's there's no question. And my favorite, of course, is when he lands. He's looking at the, he looks he's looking right at the red. You know, I mean, at least at least when that happens, I mean, at least have the the wherewithal to, to not look at the ref to make it look like you weren't expecting to be hit. You know, so they get he missed penalty, uh, Gignac scores, and then they get one, which, which is what what teams you know should do if if they're having uh, like the schedule that Americas in. Americas have it all. Ronnie, if if your team, well, your team is doing this. If there's a you just don't have that much time to practice. What is the one thing you would practice if if you had like maybe you know two hours or whatever it was in, in, in a day for you know two days a week? Uh, I would practice set pieces. I would practice uh, give and goes. Would you practice? Throw. Yeah, practice anything else than, than than those two things. Anything else from those? T- um. Oh, what I mean. Like you said, like aside from like the give and goes and no, no, no. I'm saying like if, 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 if I was thinking, you should only practice set pieces in situations like this. I, I, I would, I would, I would do the set pieces. I would because uh, I think you know it's going to be into. I think it's going to be one of those games. You know, 
come out today where it may come, it may be settled on a set piece. Um, the giving goes, uh, I, I don't think that, uh, you know, sending crossing into, into the, into the box is going to be efficient. I think, uh, you know, uh, that's what I would work on. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to. I would like to have seen the players take a little couple of shots. You know, outside the box. You know, rather than always trying to walk it in, or or, or giving goes and triangulate it in. It seems that you know sometimes they want to you know pass it like that extra pass. And I don't know. It's just I think sometimes that I mean those guys. I mean they have a lot of players that can hit it. You know, hit it well from the outside. You know, it's funny you mention that because I've I've always thought. And this is just something that I think plagues not just on any campus, but Mexican soccer in, in general. Is is, is that need to, to make to make the extra pass or the extra move instead of just taking it? When we have, but uh, that's a topic for for for, uh, for coach. You're uh, you're you're playing a tournament. You only have a, maybe one practice between games. You only have a couple hours. What do you want? What do you want uh, with your team? You know, if you if you know the opponent, I, I think it's different if you're familiar with what they do. Uh, and uh, it's interesting you bring this up, John, because I, I read an article of uh, Pepe Guardiola and how – the English Premier League is different because they play they play a lot of games, so you get two, you know, two three days to prepare for the next match. And what they said is instead of doing practices and having the players train uh, and going over certain scenarios, that they they show them video or they show them uh, pictures of certain situations that they want them ready for. So, you know. I mean, in the professional, uh, you know, in professional soccer, I think it's, I think it's different. Youth soccer, you'd probably, you know, you'd still keep working out, you know, all the basics, and you know, maybe maybe throwing a set piece or two. Uh, but it just it just depends on the team. But you know, La Volpe, he's known. He's known for uh, working a lot on set pieces and uh, jugadas de pizarrón, so it's not surprising. Tuca's going to play cat and mouse, so you, you know they're going to sit back. So it looks like they, it looks like they were both playing that. Though. You so, know what? Tuca's going to sit back. Tuca's so going to sit back. So the thing is, sending crosses into 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 the into the boxes to me, I think he's just stupid. So take long shots. Try to pull try to pull markers onto. You know, try to you know have defenders come onto you as you're taking a long shot and try to open up a, a, a pass, another passing lane. And like I said, I, I honestly think that set piece. I think that it's going to be a set piece that's going to for for either either you know Tigres or America. Uh, and, and it's funny because this comment was made a couple of weeks ago on the, one of the uh, talk radios that you know they said that uh, La Volpe. No, no, no. I'm sorry. One of the shows that saying that uh, La Volpe is playing like La, La Pontista. You know, and I believe it was you that said. I believe it was you that said. No, I, well, I mean, I, I I was just repeating what somebody else said, 
that uh, that you know what's his name that uh, La Volpe is playing like like, like a lapuntista, like he's trying to play the percentages. And if that's true, then I think I think that a set piece may you know maybe uh, what what you know they're going for. You know what? Uh, on that on that corner, the defending was horrible. I mean, these guys never even looked to check where their mark was. They were just watching the ball the whole time. I thought it was horrible defending. Yeah, I mean they 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 they. I mean, uh, on set pieces, Americas, believe it or not, with uh, with La Volpe, they started to do pretty well with set pieces. And that goes back to what you know, what we've always known about La Volpe. That La Volpe is always, you know, he's always stressed. You know, those those set pieces. I thought La Volpe was attacking football and uh, possession and. Well, most- remember one of the things that we during his, during his tenure during his tenure as as the national team manager, that you know for the for the corner kicks he wouldn't he wouldn't cross into the uh, into the box. He would basically. He would pass. Recentro. Yeah, exactly. He, that's what he would try to do. He he looked for the uh, secondary ball. Yeah. I mean, even the goal they scored tonight was a was a you know set up to for for a back. Even though it was a front post corner kick, it was a back post play. So yeah. So he, he in he the first game uh, in the World Cup, the first group game against Iraq, they did it with uh, with Guille. Remember that. Uh, yeah. That one picture. I felt so bad for Guy after that, man. <laughs> and, and one of the reasons why he would also do that is because he he felt that sometimes that you know kicking the ball from the corner kick directly, you know, when the team would would you know would head it out or kick it out, that sometimes on the counters it would give the, the you know Mexico a disadvantage because they're trying to scramble back. So that's why he would you know he would try to do the. Uh, he would try to do that, you know, that recenter, you know, where you you kick it out towards like you know the front of the box and then go for the for the for the uh, the back of the uh, second post. Um, it, yeah, that's how, that's how they scored their goal against uh, Argentina. You were there, yeah. right? Well, honestly, to be brutally honest, I was there, but I didn't see it. Rafa, I, were you talking to the popo then too? Did you talk? No, no, no. The German Chota? That's no, Chota. No, 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 John, John. When you're when you're pitch side, <laughs> when you're pitch side taking photographs, not you, you're 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 you're, you're yeah, tunnel vision. You just see what happens. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's like I've I've watched the games from the 2006 and 2010 World Cup. And I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? You know, like, I'm like, when did this happen? When did this happen? Because you're just looking at that little lens, you know, and, and obviously, uh, where I was sitting pit, when I was sitting pitch side, uh, the Argentina match, the goal was on the other side of the, you know, of the, the stadium, the field. So I did get a good view of the, the maxi one though. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, well, that one you saw when yeah, I ran that, right in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that one I did see pretty well. <laughs> you know, like God it. damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did yeah. see that. Yeah. Hey, did did the RG Press uh, when that goal went in? Did they celebrate? 
You know what? Believe it or not, obviously they did, but I, you know, when I walked for that game, I had to walk the entire length of the of the the sideline. Like I walked the entire length, and then you know the. So I walked basically, you know, half of the stadium to go into the tunnel to go back into the stadium media center. I I saw fans, both Mexican and Argentine players, uh, or, or the fans, just like hugging each other and just you know, you know, congratulating each other, because I I think the Argentine fans were just as shocked that they came out with the result because they weren't expecting it, and and then I think and I think in retrospect they knew that I think that Mexico played better. Uh, that game, but unfortunately. Did they, did they really, though? I, on, from how I saw it, I mean, from how you saw it on the field. And granted, I, I didn't, I don't, I, I didn't, ha- I didn't watch it like you guys did. You know, where you have the entire field, but it seemed, it seemed that Mexico had it. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, the only reason I say that, I and mean, this has always been my uh, it, a now huge sticking point with, with whether people remember this game. Now, two thousand. Yeah, was. Okay, so they scored the goal in, in like the fourth minute, and like five minutes later, like Borghetti had a shot. So like in the first ten minutes, they had two shots on goals. Great, you know what a great start. Well, that was that was the last time that's had shots on goal. Things and then, changed, and, and that's the reality. Just like that they, they were they were just playing defense, and, and anytime they have offense, it just you, you could tell things changed when one was named when, when Farda was taken out. If I recall, um, right, Barado had to come in. Yeah, had yeah. To come in. so so I mean, I you could tell what that there was. A, I want another one now too. Yeah, there was a shift. There was a shift in that, uh, and you could sense it. But uh, now going back to going to the next World Cup when you know Mexico gets eliminated again with Argentina in two thousand and uh, in, in over there in South Africa, obviously Mexico got hosed uh, with that. Yeah, with under Aguirre, and it was not the same. I think the Mexico fans were just so frustrated that they were just you know throwing fights. I mean, I saw a shitload of fights. Yeah, that's when they uh, they attacked the Guilla. Yeah, you know what the worst part about that 2010 World Cup is for me is, is, is it, it's and I'm sure it's it, it, is it. I always thought that they had just a just a crazy talented team, and I, and I just thought that they just they just wasted it. Well, yeah, it, it, on paper, on paper, they had a you know, a very talented team. But I've always said, I've always said that the team was in transition because in one of the things that like pisses well, me, and I, Roger, and I don't want to, I don't want to do guys instead of the old guys. It's, it's, it's like getting, get them ready. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. I don't want to drag, I don't want to drag, on, talk about the whole, John. you know, uh, uh, you know the Osorio and stuff like that. No, no, no. Hold on. They gave the new guys a chance. Remember that game against England? Yeah. That was their chance to prove they had this stuff. And Are you kidding me? In a they friendly? They shit the bed, dude. In a friendly? Nope. Yep. That is that is so... If that's true, that is so nearsighted and just, and just ridiculous. Just absolutely ridiculous. That was their chance. If they were ready, they would have shown it, man. There's no hand-holding. Either you got the stuff or you don't. And they simply weren't ready. I, I, I guess I, I guess I remember that game differently. I mean, the the I don't know if you remember that. You know, Michael Cox uh, zonal marking at website. Uh-huh. That he, uh based on that game, he called Mexico uh, the dark horse candidate. Go ahead, Beto. Yeah. So 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 explain to me. So they were so terrible 
that 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 that, that they, they got labeled a dark horse. No, they just couldn't finish, man. Here, I'll, I'll link the article. No, no, no I, I'm not believing. I remember I watched the game. I saw I saw them consistently not finish. So I, yeah, but uh, I don't know. It, it it just seemed to me like 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 you know in the, the Argentina game they got hosed, but like in the first five minutes again they couldn't score two goals. And they just one of that too. So that sucked. See, ran, random guys. See, random guy could just like pop in like every every five or ten minutes and give us like that, like a, like a three word answer. Just wham! <laughs> That'd be terrific. That would be terrific. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, man. so, so, Ron, I, I do understand what you're saying when you're when you're at an event, you like you do have a certain kind of tunnel vision, you're just like talking stuff. On, and on things beyond the game, so I, I totally, I totally understand that. So, but it was that uh, it, it was unfortunate though that you did miss the uh, the, the the penalty. The penalty tonight. Raúl Jiménez would not have missed. Raúl Jiménez has never missed. Did y'all, did y'all know that? He's taken fifteen penalties as a professional, either national team or, or, with, or with his club, and he's never missed. Yeah, he, he should take them all. He he does something. I'm not sure what it is, but he obviously guesses right with the goalie. Better not jinx it, John. Oh, you better, better be quiet. <laughs> watch, <laughs> watch him miss at the confederaciones. No, you know, all, all you had to do, Helen, was just say, "You better shut up, John," and then and then you're the one who started to blab. So oh, no. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, Hoy. So, so be careful with that. Be careful with that. Now, Hoy, we have to jump into this whole Chivas thing a little bit more. Not not because we want to, but because I know that the the like like a kettle to the boil. You know, you, you got your stuff off early in the show, but now it's, I'm sure it's been bubbling up, and we probably need another few seconds to just to just vent a little bit. So. <laughs> uh, I will have to ask you. So I guess the the, the thing that I find interesting Hoyt, is, is is who they made their partnership. They made it with Glado, right? And then who owns Glado Hoyt? Slim. Slim. Uh, right. And 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 what is Slim going to have next starting next year that, that he hasn't had before? It should. It's not a done deal, but uh, it should be a nationally syndicated TV. And they're going to have an over-the-air channel. Yeah, over the air because in, in Mexico it, it used to be just two, two over the air TV stations, just uh, Televisa and TV Azteca, but uh, the government has has made it so it's going to be four TV stations. So uh, Imagen TV is the other one, which is what I find interesting. John is um, Grupo Pachuca is is going to be shown on Imagen TV. Well, Imagen TV is also the company that owns Querétaro, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, and there's so, so now there's going to be four media companies. That are yeah, well, Cla- Claro TV could be the fourth. And uh, well, but that's what's going to happen, Juan, is that there's going to be four media companies that are going to own teams. Yeah, so that that's gonna that's wait that's, that's gonna be Imagen Querétaro. Oh, okay. And so. I mean, that's, that's obviously like anyone that's followed uh, Mexican football long enough. Uh, we all know the shift that happened when 
when Tebasteca entered, you know, because when you had the whole, you know, you had a lot of shakeup with the, with, um, at one point they took away, they tried taking away the TV deals from, from Televisa. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, 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 and I guess that's the point I'm getting at is, uh, you know, with had with four viable media companies, um, you know, the, the, this is an opportunity for for FedEx Group to, to really exert some independence here. Yeah, what well, what? Well, yeah, Televisa could. Televisa exactly. has a, they have the stronghold on the national team, but in like how we saw how we saw this summer, uh, Slim bought the rights for the Olympics. Right. So I guess I guess that's my point is that what if, what if Slim says, hey, FedEx Group. How much does Televisa pay you to uh, – they don't pay you anything? Well, guess what? I'm, I'm going to pay you – how about $100 million? Would, is, would that be good? To, to no, but, but I mean, Femex Food, aren't the top the top guys Femex Food, they're all Televisa guys. Well, that's what I'm saying. But is he owners, right? The real no, no, the, no, the owners – yeah, well, the owners – no, but I'm saying like the president. Well, what I'm saying is how, how – I mean, if, how can they – You know, how, how can they in their right mind not take that? No, yeah, ultimately they'll have to put one of their one of their guys, you know, they'll, they'll have to vote. They will vote in one of their guys. In a, and then Televisa's getting, uh, right now they're getting checked uh, by FIFA for some supposed uh, yeah, a, a rivalry. So, yeah, yeah, so interesting stuff. There. It was, it was a company that bought the rights from FIFA that had to sell them to Televisa. Yeah, interesting stuff how it just came out, you know? The timing. The timing of it. Are you saying, Joel, that, there's, that, there, that there are other other things afoot? Could could be, Joan. Could be. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discard it. It's been... You know the way the way we've seen it in the past, it it's been pretty dirty. You know they they it's trying to overthrow overthrow them and and they'll, you know. Are you on board? Pull no punches. Jolie, should they be overthrown? I don't know, man. I mean, for all the bad. Uh, that people claim there's also equal, equal amounts good. You know, they, they did bring two World Cups to Mexico. And, uh, well, they, there's they, no reason that they can still be a part of the, I mean, you know, of the, of the, but they can't, you know, you know, they can't share all their, they can't carry all the politicians in their pocket like all the nickels and dimes. Yeah. You know, for, for some of the, some of our younger audience, before, when it was just Televisa, when Televisa was the only over-the-air uh, station, they would actually they would pay teams per game. That's how the contracts were. So they would basically put put whatever price they felt was fair, and they would just pay them per match. And ar- around the time that you know, Imevision became tele. They were Azteca and, and they was over the air as well. Then, you know, I'm, I'm curious in, in what other country 
the, uh, the, 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 the main media companies have, have, a, have a piece of the national grid. I'm curious mm -hmm. if that happens in other countries. Yeah, I don't think we, you know what, I don't think, because one thing I, I think would benefit is we had something similar to the Premier League where the whole, where the whole league gets sold. MLS. That's, exa that's exactly what should, that, that has to happen. And, and then that guarantees some of the smaller clubs a bit more money because as much money as we see in uh, Liga MX, you you see the smaller teams constantly going bankrupt or broke. So you, you the Pueblas, uh, the Jaguares, uh, San Luis, uh, all these other teams that are constantly, you know, they, they lose all this money. They, they get new owners, so they go to second division and then come back up. And, and if you look at the, the owners and how many times they've changed, it's, it's quite, a, quite a lot. So... I'll tell you, I've always, I, I agree with you on, 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 on the Premier League thing. Uh, I've always thought that the Liga Mekis, you know, with, with nine games can do a really good job of, of, of putting together, you know, not, every, not everybody has to play at the same time every week and just, just mix up the schedule and, and have a have a Monday night game. I, I think it would be terrific. I think it would be uh, a, great, uh, a, a great window for the league. Because uh, you know, especially in the winter, because there's you know there's really nothing going on. Uh, you know, the European games were over at four, so you know, if you want to watch a, a good soccer game on a Monday night, yeah. But but John, with with all the all these TV stations owning teams, you know, would would they ever even come to an agreement? Well, see, that, and, and and that's the thing is that that's the you know that's honestly the the big sticking point with this whole thing is that there you know there, there are no rights because or league rights because of what you're saying though. it's just it's very frustrating as a fan speaking of frustrated fans I got a clip of some Chivas fans after they lost to America <laughs> oh, oh I thought you were going to bring up the uh, only point in the laser Willy mm, Peña okay Porque casi no hizo ni una y no defendía nada. Siempre es la misma pendejada que hacen las pinches chivas. La otro año, ¿qué pasó? Perdimos y aquí en Jalisco, cabrón. Que no chinguen. Pagar tanta pinche nada para este pinche juego que nos den, que no mami. Oh. I agree. Wow. Uh. I don't think anybody could have said it any better than that. You know, it's funny because Hoy, when 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 you know, you speak so eloquently about your frustrations as a as as a supporter of the club, with you know, with how you describe the situation and and and, and, and your mind of the, the missteps that that, that you get has made. All you have to do is, is just say what that lady said, and it would we all get we we'd all get it. You know, she she it was short short and uh, and to the point. <laughs> this past week, FIFA announced their their you know their monthly fine schedule after after the games in in, in November. And interestingly enough, Mexico again was fined for the puto chant. Hey, John. And, yes, sir. And these fines uh, coincide with Christmas. You know, interesting timing. Well, I mean, it was you know they always do it uh, one month after the uh, their last uh, date. So 
uh, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. But uh, you know, they, they got fined for for the chant for for chant that not they did not in, in their own stadium, but in the away stadium at the U.S. stadium. And the, so there you go. So at what point will uh, will Mexico either either lose a match or get docked points in the hands? Hey, but none of the teams had uh, points deducted. Well, I'm, was- I'm, I'm saying ultimately, ultimately, that's that that, that that's a, like how many steps is it going to take before it gets to that? Because that's the path Mexico's going. Well, uh, I don't know, man. Because Croatia, they they had like a racist chance, and the only thing they did to them was, uh, I think they got to they got to play two games in an empty stadium. And Wait, was, was it, wasn't Panama fans- doing the chant? They have, they haven't released the uh, the fines for the for the second day. It was only the first day. They're still those are still under investigation at Shea FIFA. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so anyway, it's just uh, you know, and again, it's not you know if if, if if they have a problem with it, then it's a problem for Mexico. And and, and the sooner people realize that, the sooner all this you know will be over. And, and again, I don't think it's anything anyone's going to lose. So, hopefully they'll. Uh, and again, you know, and I, and I stand by my statement that if, if, if they at least just got one of their awful, uh, like boy band, you know, whatever, just awful conglomeration of, 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 of kids, whatever they're, and make them the quote unquote it group. Let them sing about it, celebrate it, and then it'll be it'll be over in a week. It'll be done. Everyone will hate it because they'll be told to like it, and then it'll, 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 it'll be over. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the fans' fascination with with doing that. I just I thought it would have been over by now. Right, you know, and, and the worst part about it for Fed Mexico is 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 that they're you know knowing that they can't stop it. They're left with with trying to explain to people, oh, you know, it, but it, but you know, it's not it's not homophobic, you know, and whether it is or it isn't, FIFA considers that it is, and 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 that and they're the ones that make the rules, and the, and that's the that's the problem. So, until that changes, their only defense is, well, get the, get the cultural. And FIFA don't care. FMF needs to make a bigger effort and go and educate them on their cause if they're going to, because they, they uh, appealed it last I heard. And so exactly. They're going to fight it. If they're going to fight it, they need to educate and explain so they, continue, so they won't continue to get these fines and stuff. So that's what I'm saying. Is it, is it the faster they normalize it, the faster it goes away? Yeah. They're, they're rebellious fans. Exactly. That's exactly my point. The mindset of these guys. <laughs> so. Scumbag fans, though. Uh, I got some Americanista post-game uh, audio for, uh, for you guys here real quick. No aguanta el juego, es una chingada Barbie. No aguanta. Es cierto. It's messed up, man. Missing on Gignac after he got... Calling him a Barbie and stuff, man. Hey, has there been any updates on this condition? I don't know. He got hit right at the base of the spinal column, man. He did not look good. You know? And I got to tell you, the... Uh, 
I watched the game with the with the trash talking about that earlier. She had some very interesting comments about that, but the, the first one that would crack me up because she was uh, looking at a medica's uniform and she's like, that is just blanche. But she thought that it was just terrible uniform. She says, you know, and the, and the cream thing, I don't understand. I said, well, that's just, they look blah. And I said, well, that's their nickname, they're the cream, the cremas. And she went, oh, she said, I thought, you nick- I thought the nickname was blah. Because uh, their uniforms were just, uh, she did not like them. But she had some choice words for Jignac too. And, until she saw the replay and then realized what had happened. So she was she was trash she was talking trash, the trash talking Lenita. So, <laughs> what team does she root for? She uh she doesn't really have a a, a team yet. She doesn't you, like you. she doesn't like Pumas because she thinks it's the shirts instead of instead of having you know, the the cool cat. She thinks it's the it's it's the Decepticons from Transformers. So. <laughs> That's clear. Yeah, so she doesn't, she, she doesn't, she doesn't like Pumas. So it's like, all right, you know. Yeah, you know what? They look like scumbags, especially with that logo. I agree. What oh. I should try to do is just try to <laughs> just try to steer her toward Cruz Azul, so that she can, you know, after dissing you know, my team, she'll have forever to disappointed. <laughs> have to suffer with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a great day. Great no, 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 you want do you want to disappoint her? Send her to Atlas. Oh, oh no, that's true. That's hey, hey, I want. Hold on, I want to stay married. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want. <laughs> that would be pushing it too far, huh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. What was the reason for divorce? My husband took me to Atlas. Man, <laughs> the heartache and disappointment. So the thing, actually, you know, the thing though is, is, that, is that it's. I mean, as an Atlas fan, I mean, how, how can how can you just you know, ever, ever get your hopes up for anything. That's 65, 65 years, man. Hey there, uh, Sub, was it Sub Binte? I mean, Nobody not cares not about those one. The vitrinas are probably filled with Sub Binte and Sub Quince. <laughs> that star's still not going in the jersey, man. They go in a hundred of those. Hey, they might start putting them in the youth jersey still. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that would probably help with some of the, um, you know. So you know, they just renovated Estadio Azteca and they put these weird, like, like scaffolding over over a section, and they reduced the capacity for them. I guess it used to be at one point one hundred twelve. It's now like eighty five or eighty eight. It's like under ninety thousand, I think, if I'm not mistaken. They hicieron más palcos. Right, exactly. They're jacking up the price. They had little. They have little mini canchas on the side. Did you see that? That's pretty nice. They had like four little mini, four or three little mini canchas oh, for warming up. For warming up, it was like goal set, goal posts and stuff. They're pretty cool. Interesting. Right there on the right side behind the benches. No. Like, you know, they still haven't decided whether they're playing their March game yet. Which to me tells me that they're not going to play it if they're stuck on the trying and trying and they're trying to make a schedule work for somebody. You think they got a they got a stadium ban? No, but I think I think that I think that they know that they will, and I think that they're gonna. But Wait. I, I don't think we see I don't think we see a second to the fourth game. Which game though? The Costa Rica game. I bet you that's played in Monterrey. 
Because uh, didn't Osorio said that the the players wanted to be what they wanted the game the home game to be played somewhere else. Well, Juan, I mean, honestly, the the, the base of the Mexico's national team, you know, there's how many guys did we figure out who had like ten players play play at sea level that, that, yeah. that are that are that are you know that have started one of the last four games or you know or have started that have played sea level. Why on earth would they want to play two miles up? I agree. Yeah, but to me, to me, it was interesting that uh, Osorio said it was the players asking for it. Well, I mean, the, you know, the players want to, you know, they want to play well. You know, they don't, don't want to run out of gas. At, you know, at fifty minutes or fifty-five minutes or whatever. It yeah, is. these guys play like in the night <laughs> in colder temperatures, and then you you throw them in max at altitude, put them in the middle of the day. It, it starts affecting them too. Yeah, but. If it backfires, it's been backfiring, man. I mean, worse. What I'm saying is, well, I don't know, but to me, in a way, he's throwing the players under the bus because he's saying, "Hey, th- this is what they want." I, I really why, don't care. Why is he throwing the players under the bus? I mean, if anything, because he's, you know, he's exposing. Yeah, but this isn't a bad thing. I don't know, that, that's what I mean. There's no, like, there's nothing no, no, no. bad about if this. The press, you know, you know how the press is. So, but, but it's, it's they off, man. If we can, we should be <laughs> anywhere in Mexico, man. We we could play in uh, Toluca's. Uh, what is that university stadium they're using? Hey, well, if they if they let the Nats uh, host the team in a you know in a in a high school stadium, there you, we, you know, it's not like there's there's no really strong team that. We need every advantage we could get, you know. Well, what I'm saying is, is that the, the advantage that we used to have, we don't have anymore. So, like you said, I mean, I, you know, you know, play somewhere where the players aren't at a disadvantage. That's all I'm saying. So it shouldn't matter whether they play Monterrey or, but but don't play Mexico City all five games because they're just they're not going to play well. Right? So if they're going to play well, then why would you play there? All right, I'm still stuck on this though. To me, the fact that Osorio revealed the players asked for it. You know, it bothers me. I think why he he's revealing you know information that they relate to him conversations. It just it doesn't sit well with me because to so say that he revealed a, he, re- he revealed some well like like he exposed some secret, secret some secret coda. It is not a big secret, probably. I mean, it's obvious to everybody, but I think the fact that you know he's he's got a he's got a like saying, oh, the players asked for it. It's like a shield for him to protect himself from criticisms or questions about the move or any repercussions, if there were to be any. That's I how can, I view it. I can see I can see your argument because why don't he say himself if he agrees with the players in the first place? Yeah. That we should play out of the bus. Instead of all like, oh, the players want this, the player, you know, like oh, for God's sake, you guys are looking way too much into this. Well, the press is going to slam him. The press will slam him. Like if he says that and the press doesn't like it, or or they think Azteca is going to give them a huge advantage, they'll they'll rail into Osorio and he'll be like, oh, press, you... press been slamming them for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've, done, they've, they've done nothing but slam. He doesn't, want, he doesn't want no more of that. He wants to be in their good graces again. I, I don't see it. I don't see it as bad. It's not. It's no big deal. I think the way the way he is, you know, I don't think he did it to to do that. 
I don't think he's that dumb. Like the last thing he wants to do is, is you know. Yeah, I just, I just, I just don't don't see that as a controversial move at all for for, for any reason. No big deal, but it's like whenever you you never gossip and say something. Look, if Mexico loses in Mexico, they're going to trash him regardless of what decision. You know, if he plays in the Azteca, you know what they would say? Why is he still playing the Azteca? Why did he leave us? And his player said that they have to leave. If, he, he, if, if, if they lose in, in outside of the Azteca, why did, why did he stand up to the players? I mean, come on. I see whatever happens, you know, whatever you know happens what the, they will, they'll trash he, him either way. He's never, he didn't stand up for the players. Like when they lost uh, against Chile. Well, Joel, you're you're an Osorio hater, so so if, if Mexico loses, what what would be if they lost outside of Azteca and in Azteca? What would be the reason, or 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 or, or, or for winning, or or no, for winning? I well, first first I like to say, to me, I see it more as him trying to put some pressure on the Federacion to. You're you're going soft on Osorio, aren't you, aren't you Jorge? No, I'm not. I'm 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 I'm. Uh, you you're, know, going all, you're going all soft on. No, para nada. Pretty, you know, with my points, I'm, I I like to be fair. Fair. fair so, 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 I mean, so. I, I criticize him when I feel that when it's bad and, and uh, when he does good, I, I give him, uh, you know. So, so, so you, you, you keep it even keel and you're not biased at all. You're just done. Yeah, because right. there's been coaches that I didn't like La Puente, you know. If you ask me now, I'll tell you he's. Would you, would you would you have tolerated him a, a little? I've always wanted this about like, people that didn't let that point in. Would you have tolerated him just a little more if he didn't wear that goofy hat? No, I, I actually like that. Oh, so the hat actually, was his saving grace. He'd be hey, a real hey, jerk hey, if he wouldn't wear that hat. Wait, wait, just, just, to frame, just to do the full circle. It was La Puente. He, he gave us one of the most boring, most of the most boring ever finals, which is when they took away the goal advantage. The away goal was the Celaya Necaxa final, which was one one in Celaya. Ah, Did Hugo Sanchez play in that? Was I don't know. It was Butra. I don't remember Butragueño. I don't remember who. I think he came after uh, when when they brought the Butragueño and uh, Miguel or Michel the goalie. Michel, there you go. No, no, no. no, the no Michel was a forward. The, 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 and, oh, yeah. But I got him mixed up. But yeah, and then the the, the, the final game was zero zero. So one one and zero zero and the Kaksa won on the Waco. And you know, I just felt it was so boring given that just how stacked Nekaxa was and how I just expected them to, to be more, more offensive and they were just they seemed to have parked the bus and, and Celaya the small team was just trying and You know what I would be curious to see? As uh as an exercise, you know, to look at the last, I guess since the the, the, the short season started happening, how many uh, how many Mexican coaches that were either you know La Puentistas or or Boristas or, or La Volpistas have, have have won championships, or like 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 what 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 school of coaching has done has done the best in Mexico? Well, Chippo has two, three, three, sir. Oh, oh yeah, three, and uh, Piojo has two, right? Right. Romano, does he have any? He has some campeonatos, dude. Um, Tuca has how many? Like seven? Eleven thousand. I don't know. Yeah, he's got a bunch. 
How many did you win with Pumas? Uh, he won one with Pumas. He won one with. Uh, he won two with two with Pumas. Well, Sanchez has has two. Yeah, Hugo Sanchez has two. You you guys count uh, Hugo as a La Pontista? No, as a as a Borista. A what? A Bora a Bora boy. Oh. Uh, So no no ta, 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 what's his name? Daniel Daniel Guzman is a is a level pista, right? Uh, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. What about your boy Galindo? What, 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 what school would you consider him? No, I don't, I don't know. I mean I don't know what his influences were. But he he played uh attacking football. He took the Chivas team that beat Boca for zero. Aren't they Menotistas? Are there? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's other schools that have been. But I'm, I'm, I'm specifically curious about 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 these three. We have to we'll have to do an exercise on that and report. Hey, I got a question for Jolie. Oh yes, Alright, let's say it was Almeida. Let's say it was Almeida <laughs> that said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, Chivas they should start playing in Estadio Jalisco again. They need. Uh, I would love that, dude. More I would, fan support. How would you feel about that? I would. I would be happy, man, because I, I thought they shouldn't have left uh, Jalisco Stadium. Um, I, I think it was a bit premature. I, I would prefer Campeonatos over a shiny new stadium, man." Uh, you know, become a consistent winning team, then then get your stadium, not not the other way around. I, I think they put the the cart in front of the horse right there. All right, fair enough. So basically, you're a you're an Almeida fan, Almeida fan deep down. No, I'm I'm not. I, <laughs> I, I'm still not convinced. I I could see why he's a fan favorite. You know, he says all the he says all the right things. Uh, he's, you know, passionate guy. He, he's, that, been, uh, he's been fan favorite pretty much everywhere he's gone, you know? He, he's, uh, I forgot that word, charismatic. He's a very charismatic guy. So, uh, you know, he has that going for him. Is it the RG humility? <laughs> yeah, the humility <laughs> after, uh, you know, their uh, economy crash. <laughs> <laughs> Their peso is pretty much just as bad as the Mexican peso. Or is it the hair? Like eighteen to the dollar, huh? Nah, man. Is it, is it the hair? The golden locks? Nah, man. It's just the work, you know. The work. But I, I've been saying it for for a long time. Uh, it, it's hard for me to judge him fully with with the shadow of Iguera looming over him. Now, Juan, you were on the air when I asked. I asked Joel if, if Guadalajara won, won the clausura, would, would he come on the show and do this? Would he? Well, what was the last part? Yeah, the sound's not show. If, 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 he would, if he would sing Guadalajara like that on the show, he said no, but he said that you would, that he volunteered. If, if they won clausura 2017? That you would sing this on, on, on the Cantina Mutis podcast. Let me see. All right, we're having technical difficulties. Where are you going to play it? or? It's the Chente 
the Chente Guadalajara screen. Oh, well, you know what? I'll do it, but it's got to be the Elvis version, and Jolie's got to do it with me. <laughs> and Pern. And Oh, yeah, because he, he's a, he's a Camarayas, too. <laughs> so you would, you would say this oh, part, We can't hear it, John. It's you can't hear it. We can't hear it, John. Why can't we you have? Hear it? We haven't been Please. able to hear it. Seriously? I've been playing all this chill. You guys can't hear my music. We can't hear anything, man. Nothing, dude. Not not the intro either. Well, have an intro. What on earth is going on? I mean, everything else. Yep, yep. So you couldn't hear the X Files music I was playing earlier. Oh, I'm I'm baffled. How about we hear this? Hola, chingas de madre, chivas. Huh. Y'all have, y'all have stumped me because everything's coming out of the mixer, so I have no idea. So do I sound like, 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 like I'm on like my regular microphone or just are yeah. y'all just hearing me? So if I pull it away, can you hear me? If I pull it closer, is it better? No, it's the same. It's the same either way. Hello, Fuera. hello, hello. Fuera. No. Damn, there's, there's, our, there's our random guy again. Got some, some good stuff, random guy. Thank you. Huh. All right. Well, let me uh, tell you what. Y'all, uh, y'all, let me work on that. And hopefully, y'all will get it going. Check your settings in the Google Hangouts. Your audio input. Well, I think that. Uh, 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 so, y'all hear that snapping? Yeah. Huh. So, so obviously, uh, and y'all hear me talking still? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let me get that fixed. I'll right up. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let's, uh, the other fine set me. I guess I'll do it. That is Tano from River Plate. No, that's some other dude. That's who is this dude? I think this Salmeida having a meltdown. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tano plasma on that. I gotta get some clips for that guy. All right, I'll, I'll get them. Y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? Yep. Y'all hear me now? Sort of low. Hello? Is that better? Hola, hola, hola. Hello. Y'all hear that? I almost heard that. Almost, yeah. It, it sounded like those hearing tests. Right? They play a sound and you got to point to which ear you, you heard it. But uh, since uh, John's brought up Cruz Azul, I was uh, I'm sort of interested in what James is going to be able to do at Cruz Azul. Well, they they've won every of their single friendly games. He's like a really good guy. I, and it's uh, huh? He was on Dante, and Whiteson was going off on him. Like he was trying to he was trying to bait him, and he didn't. Okay, so he seems like a really level headed. Uh, good guy. We'll to see what happens. Well, he does have that dude working with him, and uh, so now that's 
that's uh, Yayo de la Torre who had came in as the general manager. But when he came in, half of the stuff was already, you know, like the players had already been uh, brought in. Thomas Boy had already been hired. So he, he couldn't really do his job. He basically had to finish what the others had started. And uh, yeah, I found it interesting that he he didn't try to push anyone off. And he, he even uh, gave Thomas Boy continuación and uh, Thomas Boy kind of choked, you know? Yeah. He, he started uh, just – he lost the whole team. He lost the locker room and, and he was just – he couldn't control himself. Uh, but – They've been, uh, he's been, supposedly he's had more freedom to bring in players and he chose a coach. So this is, this is, uh, this is going to be his team. And if they do bad, I think he's going to be, they're going to send him out. They got some new players. I think they got, uh, didn't they get Novinko from MLS? They did. I didn't. I didn't hear about that. Wait, wait who did they get? I think they would have made some some headlines, huh? Might have been a rumor. Might have been a rumor. He said Jovinko. Oh, Giovinko? No, I, maybe on loan, but I doubt it. Oh, the, yeah, it was just a rumor. They said they were close on December second. It was close to Circa de Fichai. Yeah, it's probably just. Yeah, it's just a rumor. So, Jolie, you, you haven't given up on Yayo as a GM? No, no, I'm saying that he's finally allowed to, to do his job. Because when they brought him in, they had already gotten the, the coach and players. What, what other team was he a GM at before this this thing with Cruz Azul? It was Juarez, right? I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I just remember him coaching. I don't, I don't. Nah, he's... I'm gonna I know. Look it up, Jolie. I think he had been at Cruz Azul before. I'll tell you. Oh, it doesn't say. Right. So. So yeah. He was at Cruz Azul, Necaxa. Oh, there you go. Necaxa when they were in second division? Yeah. But how long? Like, did he help bring him back up? Or? Uh, 2014. He made 2014 until June 2015. So you could say oh. he helped build the team. Yeah, yeah. He got promoted. Uh, Director Deportivo. Yeah, there you go. He's He's... Decent guy. All right. Hey, so what was up with Ronnie uh, getting caught on camera with his laser? You think that's the that's the real reason he disappeared with the police? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're 
everyone was everyone was uh, tweeting that picture and crucifying the guy being social justice <laughs> warriors saying that he shouldn't he shouldn't be doing that and that he's a scumbag and all that stuff. Yeah, it depends on laser too, right? It, that's the thing about social media now, huh? You can't get away with anything, man. You cut on camera, did, you're done. Do you have one of those high-powered ones, or do you have one of those toy ones that probably didn't even reach? It, it looks pretty legit. But uh, it's like it was the cameraman that did the that did the work, man. The cameraman did the good job of even finding him. <laughs> just jumped on it, but, but no was problem. there like another take where you see the security escort him out? I don't think so. It would have. He wasn't the guy with the laser. He was a patsy. You know, I told him, hey, hold this. <laughs> you know, there's another guy up there with the real laser. There's got to be plenty of dudes out there with lasers. But did you see any of the players, you know, having any any problems? I didn't notice any players even with lasers on them. I don't know what. He might have had a weak one, a weak laser. Oh, you know what? Since he's an America fan, he probably didn't even know how to use it, dude. Well, you can see it. He has America. Uh, he has America jersey on. Yeah, I think he was holding it backwards, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I just saw a picture. Of, uh, I think the, somebody has a laser in their face. Let me look at this picture. Duenas. Here. Let me see. I don't know. I'll post it in the chat. I don't or Johnny Rico Johnny Rico on Twitter was was saying that people shouldn't be self righteous and call out that laser pointer dude. (laughs) Like social media shouldn't like slam him and shame him. Why not? That's what social media is all about, man. Got to have thick skin. I don't. I don't care about like. For me, I don't care if he did it. If he gets caught, then he gets caught and he gets kicked out. That's fine. But, hey, uh, so I'm how do you feel? How do you feel about Dan? Then he got caught uh, with the cheerleaders. Who did? Dan. <laughs> Dan, man, that was some sandy. He said you. That's some SoCal guy. San Diego, dude. <laughs> That's messed up. That's why he's not here today, right? <laughs> I don't know why he's not here. He was he was getting ready yesterday. He came in late or something. <laughs> A hypnosis session with Geniac. Oh, dude. Yep. So he was the guy. He was pointing at Duenas. You see that picture? The one I posted in chat? How do I... How do I make it so it's on the podcast? Oh, I see. Let me see. Click on it. Oh, there's Duenas with it in all of his face. Yeah, if you go to... Uh, I went to San Miguel... Or no, I went to Tequisquiapan. 
and into the Tianguis, and they had the they had all kinds of them things, man. Some really powerful ones and some really weak ones, and then things do go go a long way. See, I don't know. The cameraman found them, but then security's gonna have to locate where that camera was actually pointing to. Hey, can you see my disc? Yeah. Yeah, I got it up. Alright. I clicked on the link. Where was that the Tiangi on the way to the stadium? I don't know, just at a random place. In... Is John still trying to fix his soundboard? Yeah. I think he, he probably got busted. He was trash talking. Are you guys talking about a picture? So, uh, who do you guys have taken the final, man? At El Volcan. Who, who will be lifting? You think Tigres? Yeah. yeah. They will ruin the Centenario. Chiquis. I don't know. I think Tigres as well, and but I don't. I agree, sort of with Ron. It won't. I don't think it really will ruin the Centenario, but it, I mean, it won't be. I mean, it won't. You don't win anything. Well, that, that don't matter. They, they made the final, though, dude. Made the final. They uh, the they played Real Madrid. The World Cup. The World Cup. They've won previous stuff. They have a chance to probably make it again. Well, well I think I think it won't ruin the season, but as far as the Centenario. It, yeah, it won't be memorable because they, they don't have anything to show for it. Uh, you know, I don't think that's a reason to, you know, let go of Pelayas. I know a lot of fans dislike hello, him. Hello, hello. Oh, John is back. <laughs> there you go. So now y'all can hear me? We could always hear you, John. It was just your sound clips. Oh, no, I mean, I, but, but, yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm using a different, I've, I've disabled ah. that microphone and I'm using a different microphone now. And, See, actually, you sound more clear. I sound more clear or less clear? No, more. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, because I didn't realize I was using that other microphone. Oh. Lord, no, Lord, Lord knows what noises you were hearing that I wasn't <laughs> expecting you to hear. You know, and I felt so bad because every time somebody would talk La Volpe, I would play While they were talking to make it sound like they were like La Volpe, like when Ronnie was talking, you know, he was, you know, just oh, praising yeah. La Volpe. I would, I would play the... Yo siempre digo que el fútbol algunas veces, en mi punto de vista, es como un ajedrez. Yeah, no, none of that, dude. And then when uh, when 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 Chiquis played his uh, his Chivas uh, lady critiquing Chivas, I, I played this. Yeah, that's whoever a it was. Your Tom Birdie and a twenty dollar whore. And then, <laughs> yeah. So just I, I I feel like I I didn't get a chance to really uh, enhance I mean, we're, our show. We're all rusty from from missing two weeks of podcasting. Well, it's it's weird though. And then the other thing, like you know, the uh, you know, the question I had for y'all was, would you know, would either of y'all sing this? Oh, yes, yes. There yeah. you go. So, so, Joel, would you do it? I, dude, I can't hit that note. <laughs> no, come right. on, man. Right, so you'd rather sing would, this? You'd rather I sing would, this? I would be butchering that. Note. Yeah, you can hit that note. That's Jolie right there. <laughs> no, all <I> over. <laughs> I wouldn't want to butcher that, you know. <laughs> good, good, sir. Man. Chente. 
there's nothing worse than missing out on, 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 on good chances to have good comedy. That sucks. That's it. Well, I was, well, I was having Somebody's a Somebody's got to get fired, John. Well, I guess so. <laughs> Cabezas van a rodar en la cantina en Mekis podcast. Just, there you go. Well, when, whenever you guys meet up or whoever meets up in Las Vegas, can uh, record Joel seeing that offline and get a good right. <laughs> You mean after, 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 you know, that, that, would, that actually would be a good experiment, Joel. We should see how many shots of tequila it takes for you to agree to sing Guadalajara on the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> I would probably black out, man, because I get it offline. Let him rehearse it. I, I don't know now, but I used to have, I used to have a high uh, alcohol tolerance. So one time I was out with this lady friend, and I, I was trying to build up some Dutch courage, but <laughs> I ended up getting up drunk. So Joel, are you like the uh, like the like the woman in Raiders of the Lost Ark when she's going up against the 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 Mongolians? Oh man! And you and you drink, drop down that last thing of fire water. What a great movie intro for a character. Oh man, yes, that was cool. What was the name of the shortstop? <laughs> oh, shortstop. Oh. Short range. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, short range. Short round. Short round. Short round. Yeah. I need that. We all need that Asian sidekick. Drive us around. Dude. So, uh, so you guys think Tigris is going to take it, huh? Yeah. These guys do. I, I still, I'm still, um, I, I'm, I'm thinking this goes to penalties. You know, I think that that's a very distinct possibility, Joel. I, oof, <laughs> oof. And you know, penalties is a coin toss. So I... I just have a a sinking feeling. Yep. I think America's going to I think they're going to, just as, as Ronnie said, I think it's going to be a second half set piece. And that'll be that. And, and, you know, with whatever happened before then, it'll get decided by, by that, whether it's one, nothing or two, one, whatever it is, America's going to win the game. Ugh. That is just so, so disgusting. I do. God, I feel, I feel so dirty. I feel so. <sighs> you know who's going to get mad at me? It's going to be. Uh... What's that diabolic whispering? I know, man. I think random guy is, has moved on from talking to whispering. So. Uh... I think that that's what's happening there. So, I have so, nightmares, what, man. <laughs> that was some scary stuff. Wait, 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 wait. There's wait, someone wait. on the podcast. He's podcasting from inside the house. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know I what feel... you do? You never check, right? By the way, no, nobody tell Ronnie that, that I said that, by the way. Please. Ron. I don't, I don't think he's on anymore. He could just, he could he, just hear the podcast. I he think doesn't. He, he doesn't need to know what I said. I think he hears them on on his drives. In fact, honestly, I'm surprised he's not listening. I'm surprised he hasn't. He hasn't you know, we should conjure him up. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Lord. You never saw Parchis, did you, uh, did you, Juan? No, no, no. No, you weren't. You're part of the Parchis generation, like like Joel. Joel, I'm actually surprised that you knew who Parchis was because you're 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 a you're a youngster. No, well, my aunt, my aunt is my aunt. Uh, she would take care of me, and uh, she would play the the discs for me. Did she play Timbiriche too, or was Timbiriche? Hey, John, and I'm going back. This is when, uh, you know, it was on record. I said discs, but it, it was record, and uh, and my family had the record player. What was like? We stacked them. No, no, it was this big, like, like, uh, like a mueble. <laughs> yeah, it was like a big mueble. Yeah, <laughs> it we was had one. Huge. Of those. It was huge, and then you open it up. It looked like a coffin, and uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Thing was huge, man. But they would. How many records see. could you stack at a time? No, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, the original random. I, I didn't get to. I didn't get to operate it. And I think it also had a. It also had for um, for the um, they, what were those those tapes called? Um, real to real. No, 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 the other ones. Uh, um, cassette. Eight track. Eight track. Eight track. Oh my god. Oh. It had a slot for the eight track, man, and uh, yeah, that was my old man's to go thing. He'll get shit faced, put chente loud, and that's Juan, you know what random used to be? You know, random like we, random was select your order of records, and then it plays through. Then you grab them, you flip them, and you stick them on top again, and you <laughs> play side B. That was random. Oh, <laughs> well. Some of you guys had those uh, fancy record players, right? Where you could put in like ten records at a time. Well, I think our, I think the most ours could take was six. Was six. Man, Man when no, you guys, no, I, when both of y'all were 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 were, were talking Chiva, and I was playing, I had every playing every Chiva song I had. Oh yeah. Because cause both of y'all were actually in agreement. It was it was like it was like you guys had like decided to hold hands and and, and like like run like skip through the park together and sing, talk sing about Kumba, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> talk about how 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 nice things could be and and impossible and then Joel giving high praise to to Yayo over at Cruz Azul. Oh man. Man, I mean it was the the, I the, pray- the Chivas love was No, I, you know what? I'm all for Mexicans uh doing good and I always felt, you know, there should be more presence, more, more. And I don't get it why as fans, we don't, we don't want that, you know. I think there should be more Mexican coaches and more Mexican players. Um, but we don't seem to have that, that trust for our own kind, you know. If you, you see Argentine League and how, what are they doing that? They're turning out so many players and coaches, you know, because the wages are low. No, no <laughs> coaches want to go to their leagues. No, no but, but also, you know, their no, but I mean, well, it's not, you know, I mean, but, but see, are leagues, you going to say that's how it's been the higher case? wage? Like you're going from Peru and from, what, what country exports more soccer players than any other country in the world? Between Argentina and Brazil, right? And in and what language? I guess it doesn't really matter now, but uh, I mean, there's just a lot more Argentines playing all over the world than there are anything else. So, like, like, like the the, the pool to, from which to pick from, or or the uh, the opportunities for those. So there's just a lot more players seeking that opportunity that happen to be 
Argentine, and and they also have a huge advantage. Per capita, though, isn't it Uruguay though that has the most exporting per capita? Well, per capita, sure, but but I'm talking like sure volume of players. Whoa. Who was that? Yeah, yeah. Come on, random guy. You're supposed to just do random stuff. Don't don't yeah, don't be I'm throwing a, don't be throwing these, a, these 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 well like thought it. out thought questions. <laughs> per capita. Yeah. What, what the hell? What the hell, man? <laughs> per capita. You're there to do one thing, random guys. Be random. You can't you you can't be you can't be interjecting proper <laughs> conjecture. Come on. Don't don't stump Per capita is pretty random. Nobody you know. <laughs> Anyway, but my point is, is that there's just a lot more guys, and they have a huge advantage because, and at least in this side of the world, you know, 90% of the teams of the clubs have you know predominantly Spanish-speaking players. Not that that matters anymore because there's a lot of, there's you know there's quite a few Argentine coaches over in the Premier League and other leagues in, in Europe. So, but obviously it, it, it certainly helps. And all over and all over the leagues too. In a, you check out all the South American leagues. Oh yeah. And all the coaches, a lot of the coaches are are always from Argentina. You realize that if Oscar Pareja would have uh, would have coached the U.S. national team, then every then I think every team in Concacaf has would have a Colombian coach. That's interesting. Yes, you. you and now Colombia is catching on. But but see, that's, that's the thing I'm saying is that. What do you mean they're catching on? That there's more and more Colombians going into their their post their post yeah, but, playing days or are, are going into coaching. They don't trust their team to a Colombian. Right, not since uh, what's that guy's name? Well, 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 Becker, Beckerman oh, is there, know. and then of course we all yeah. remember where, where where Beckerman was when they fired Hugo Sanchez, right? Y'all is remember where he was? Yeah, he was? He was at Toluca. Or was he at Tigres? He... No, he was at Toluca. It was at Toluca, Diego. No, no, no. When they fired Hugo Sanchez, Beckerman was at Toluca. So what are you saying? Yeah. You want Mexico to hire him? Yeah, I'm just saying that he was there. He coached the national team before. And he didn't win with Toluca. It doesn't matter whether he won with Toluca or not. He had, he had the experience. I mean, look, look, look at what he was able to do with Colombia. And he was uh, a youth team guy, which you would love. They have, a great, they have a great generation of players coming up. I wonder what Mexico had at that time. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying yeah, to forward. What, what did Mexico have at that time when 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 Hugo was uh, fired? Do you remember? They, they had a lot of youth players. Yeah. And and Peckerman was, man, he was king of the youth tournaments with Argentina. No, he isn't. Well, he won that U uh, twenty with Messi, right? In the lineup. He won, won a bunch a- of U twenties. And U seventeens, he did very well for himself. They won like th- like like three or four in a row, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. It was I like the final was always between Argentina and Nigeria for like he won twenty uh, years. The under FIFA World Cup, he won ninety five, ninety seven, and two thousand one. What's his uh, as a senior team or senior coach uh, or a senior manager? Or either a national team or a they club lost, team. They lost to uh, Germany in the quarterfinals and penalties in Germany when they should have won the game, sadly. So has he has he won any silverware as a manager? That wasn't a youth tournament. 
Oh, so now we, now we have to qualify that that it wasn't a youth tournament. No, no, I'm just saying. I mean, you want to bring in somebody. Well, well, that's the thing, though. Is is that I don't know. I don't know he, what his what he is. Didn't, he didn't coach like. Uh, he he didn't really coach uh, club teams. Yeah, he was he went, a national team guy he, his entire career. Yeah, he was in the Argentina under twenty from ninety four to two thousand one, and then he he went to the senior Argentina national team from a four to a six. And then uh, he was at Toluca from 2007 to 2008. And then uh, Tigres Unal for a couple months. And then uh, he took over Colombia in 2012. So what we're saying is, as a manager, he's more of a working with national team. With senior players. He's never won a trophy. He won second place if you if you want. That would that would be a trophy. What in uh, confederations? He's silver. Uh, yeah, he was a medalist. Runner up. Yeah, runner but, up, two thousand five. In that case, uh, Mexico should just bring back somebody like La Puente that they win it. What? I'm just, they won one. Look, I'm, I'm not saying that uh, Mexico should hire. It. All I'm saying is he was there. If, if that was the direction they wanted to go to, they went. They wanted to go with a fireman instead, instead of a, a proceso. Well, disclaimer. Anti-Peckerman agenda here, obvious, obviously. <laughs> you know, I couldn't tell. You know, you were, <laughs> again, you were very skilled in, in, in hiding your true feelings. <laughs> so, so, so why do you hate Peckerman so much? What, 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 what awful thing has he done that, that has earned, that has earned your disdain? No, no, no. I mean, I don't hate the guy. I just think, uh, you know, if you want to point to managers that are, to have some success or to be uh, somebody who you're going to compare yourself to or, you know, aspire to bring in as a, I think Peggerman's not it. No, I mean, he's he, probably not a bad manager. He would have made sense if you're transitioning a group of young players, uh, you know, to the senior team because he, that's his specialty. I think we, we dropped the ball right there because Hugo had, you know, it was a team in transition, and uh, you know they threw the whole, the whole uh, debacle of the Olympic team not qualifying, and they used that as an excuse. So they yeah, but, were. But Hugo was doing well, like the national team was in. No, really no, I'm not saying, but but they're saying they were saying that he wasn't going to be able to transition them, and if that was the point, case, then he would have been like a good coach to. To do that, because I think who ended up what was Vasco that ended up taking the team. Well, after after he, uh, the Swede. Yeah, he did not. He did. Yeah, and, and the Swede because they wanted him to take uh, Gio and Bella. You know, he wanted to play them, and then Vasco didn't have enough faith on 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 some of the other youth players. He didn't even. Uh, he didn't know. was on fire, man. He he kept them benched. Even though Franco was injured, opening no wounds there, just, huh? Just, well, like I mentioned earlier, it's just, I, I don't just think... baffling decisions. I mean, there's, I mean, there was uh, just baffling decisions. Well, look, let's get Memo out of the gate already. Memo, he he didn't deserve to start. Cards on the table. You're absolutely was... right. All right, all right. Let's let, let let's hash this out. But, but, I, I think that this has been a this has been a 
a sticking point with a lot of people here at the, at the, at the podcast, the 2000 there. So let's hash it out. Let me, yeah, I agree with you. Mempon should not have started. He was a, he would, he's a great guy to bring if you need that. Not if you're losing, but if you're winning, if, if you want to get another goal. That that should have been Memo's role the entire World Cup. Wait. Memo? I mean, oh, uh, mean yeah. Demo. Demo. Oh, Demo. Oh, Demo. Yeah. Well, the problem was he brought Demo Gamble for when they're both past it. They they like mobility. Well, I agree with you there as well. Uh, I think the wild card in that case should have been Nettie, but but you know he brought him specifically for Argentina, which I have to admit I think I think that was just a really the buffalo, right? Yeah, buffalo. I think that was just a great. Uh, that, 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 honestly, I I can't. I, I applauded the decision. I hated the result. He, but you know what? I mean, it's a smart gamble. When, when when they were before they cut the list, because remember they had to cut down right cut down the players, and he played against Holland and against. And he had good games. Bofo? Yeah. If you guys go back, he even had like an assist. Man, if, 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 if he you know, that good. Was in that Argentina game, if Chicharro finds Bofo, there was a shot where Chicharro had a, had a shot early in the game or just a kind of a weak shot. Man, Bofo. He had him wide open. Do you remember that? And he, he yeah. was just like, <laughs> he just, yeah. Yeah, no, but I mean, he, he was doing good and then they pretty much left him out. He didn't play. None of the group games. Could you imagine? No, he played. Uh, didn't he go in against uh, Uruguay? No, that was the Buffalo was the first oh, game he played. Yeah, or uh, Argentina rather. Could you imagine yeah. the, uh, the 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 psychological uh, ramifications of Buffalo if Buffalo the Argentina the Argentina killer gets a yeah gets, a goal. gets an early goal in that game. I mean, that's but why see, was, that's why it was such a great gamble. That's why I I cannot fault the man at all for for doing that. It just didn't hey, work. John, now doesn't Cheech, uh that that pass that he didn't make that you know it it's uh, etched into your brain? Doesn't that kind of justify uh, uh, Vasco? No, relying, not at all. Because, at him? I mean, because not. look at the kind not. of the mistakes he's making where. You know, maybe a more experienced player probably does make that. But pass. that's fine. But I mean, honestly, I mean, how many out of a soccer play down, you know, inside your opponent's eighteen out of ten plays, how many of them are successful? In all honesty. Yeah, but this I, I, is both for the Archie killer. Regardless, regardless of, of just your your guys, cold, cold-blooded veins. Your guys out of ten plays, out of your kids, your your cold-blooded killers that you have recruited. And are personally molding and to become so- right. attacking soccer machines out of 10 plays that you guys have in and around the opponent's 18. How many of them result in a shot on goal out of 10 plays? Our plays? Yeah. Just, just out, of, out, out, of, out of 10 times you go down there, how many, how many of them end up in a shot on, on goal? Maybe one if you're lucky, maybe two. For kids? Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm not talking for So for your, 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 your okay, professional the team that, that you've, with. yeah, the professional team that you have there, your merc, your your fifteen year old mercenaries. Well, the problem is the, the the challenges with youth is there's always breakdowns on both sides of the ball. Sure. So you could easily have a game where you have no shots on goal. You know, every 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 time you enter, they're attacking third. Okay. Or so you, you have watch, a game. You have a game where every. You're a coach, right? You watch a you watch a game critically, probably more uh-huh. so than we do. Okay. Okay. Out of out out of the game you watched tonight, out of the out of the ten, eleven times Degas had the ball, right? 
How many, how many, how many of those plays ended up? How many plays? Oh man, they could have done this or could have done that. It happens yeah. all the time. So the fact that you, that, that you, yeah, that that play does, it is burned in my mind, but it's not because, oh man, Jennifer would have went. It's just like, if he just, if he would have seen him, it would have been great, but he didn't see him. Or he saw him. And oh, he, he didn't give him he, exactly. You know, what, what, you know, whatever the case was, the, 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 play immaturity. the play didn't happen. It's not a maturity. It just didn't happen. Lack yeah. of experience. Whatever you want to chalk it up to, it just it in just, 2018, it Cheech has that ball, and he sees uh, he sees uh, Jimenez, he sees uh, Lozano, or whoever's there with him, Vela. Do you think he makes that pass in 2018? Or yeah, 2018. I think that if if he feels that he has a better chance to score, he'll keep the ball. If he feels that he needs to make the make the make the appropriate pass in order to enhance the uh, chances of his team scoring, then he might do that as well. But again, I mean, that was it, that 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 play wasn't life or death in that game. It was just just it would have been happened. if well if Guardado scores, then the game is different. Yeah, exactly. but, but just Where the, the whole Buffalo thing, it would have been, and it would have made it would have made uh, Aguirre look like a freaking genius. Instead Dude, they could have been three up. They could have been Three winning numbers. the game six nothing after the first ten minutes. Come on, and you could—I mean, when, you, when the camera panned over to Maradona, he was like, uh, "Was that word called? Was that Panic. phrase? Shitting his pants? Yeah, puckering, Panic. puckering, trying to hold yeah. it in." <laughs> he he looked like he didn't know what was. He's like, "Oh, they were in trouble, man." Hey, looks like uh, Iñak might miss the final. It's a trauma yeah. in his game, say. Yeah, breaking news. Breaking news, Joel. Yeah, it's uh, it high right. possibility. High possibility he might miss the final. He, 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 the... He, is, he is concussed. He has a concussion. There's no way he should play. So, yeah, they were saying traumatismo y es quince. Yeah. But where? So, I don't know, man. That's as far as I go. Or in his brain. No, in in his shooting foot. Oh, Skin says a sprain. I don't think you could. Could you no, have I, a sprain on your he's brain? He's probably has a sprained neck. Is what it is. Yeah, there you go. That would be sad if if he missed. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, he 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 whiplashed, and I mean, it was. Yeah, that that was not a that was not. Oh, there you go. Skin says cervical grado dos. Oh man, shit! Uh, sounds bad. Probably not, but it sounds bad anyways. Probably has a pinched nerve, I bet you, is what, is what ended up happening. Should the guy that uh, hacked him, should he be suspended? No, it was not a dirty play. It wasn't. It was not a dirty play. That was a play. dirty play. Man. It was a play. He didn't, deliberately, play. he didn't deliberately throw a shoulder in, into, the, into the back of Gignac's neck. It just happened. Gignac's a big dude, man. Yeah. I mean, and it's, when you watch it again... You see Gignac go down like a sack of potato. I mean, Gignac did not protect himself when he went down, and then and then you see his face, and he is panicked, panicked. So I mean, he obviously, you know, something happened to him. Well, he didn't expect uh, such a dirty play, man. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it wasn't a dirty play. <laughs> oh man, that hey, do you guys think missing Gignac could affect the Tigres? Oh, dude. Especially you got a Pecho Frio like Aquino who's not going to be able to 
Hola. Why is the king of frío? Because to me, but I think he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He has quality. But Petro Frio means in the moment, you know. I know. I know, but why? Because to me, he's failed in the top moments. Since Olympics, but I don't think no. he was. In the Olympics, he's the man responsible for that gold medal. Out of hey, all the players. I know, even but, above, but uh, the, the, the spotlight wasn't on him. It was no, on. it wasn't. It was on it Gio was... and the. Yeah, but that's what happens sometimes. Like it happened to. Yeah, but he had to step up because Gio was injured. That game. Gio didn't play that game. He had to step up. Yeah, in, in the final. In that final against Brazil, he. Uh, yeah, but what's the right back's back, name? Marcelo? Going, no, the left. Uh, we're going yeah. back five years now, almost six. At, no, dude, we're going back at four. The four and a half. Calmate, Juan. Four and a half. We're still old. We're still young enough like, that you can't embellish years on us just yet. So calm con, down. Con Orlando, down. to me, that was a waste of cambio. Well, but, and it, but that was a direct result of the fact that, that, that Miguel thought that, uh, that Aquino had good defensive skills because of what he saw in the gold medal match against Brazil. Yeah. Well, I, and I then Libertadores. I saw for taking out Gio. I saw him choking it up at, at the Stadio Monumental in Argentina. Oh, man. Dude, come on. That's like the, Did the he choke it up or? game. Yeah, dude. Just... Well, I never I never thought I would have to do this. Um, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. But He's been playing good for Tigres. He may not be scoring like all the goals. But, but Joel, it sounds dude, like you're you here. Look good <laughs> You know, I, no, you know what it is? You know what Joel's agenda is, right? Chivas is uh, rumored to be signing Aquino. No. They, no they, not, uh, Joel's not happy because Pizarro signed. And now, uh, I never said I wasn't happy Pizarro you know, signed. We need to talk uh, about that. We need to talk policy, about that. Actually. You, know. you know, he's been arguing Pizarro's, uh, the price for Pizarro is, is incredibly inflated. It is. It and, is. Uh, all the players have been inflated. And then uh, now he's now he's really not Aquino, you know. So and, and discrediting uh, Aquino's efforts in the gold medal. In a, you know, achieving that historic. Gold medal. Hey, well, hold on, hold on. He's calling him a choke artist because apparently he had one bad game, uh, you know, in Argentina. Two two big games for me, and look, this is going to be a third games. one. Hey, if he does good. I'll admit it here, you know. But if you want to admit it, dude, Joel, if, you had, if you had a I big will, game, I will. Would, you, would you take Ramoncito or, or or Javier Aquino? If I what? If if there was a big game, like you know, you had to like okay, say that you're you're Batman, right? And you get the call, and 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 Aquino. <laughs> Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building the Justice League. Um, Aquino. Is, is is tied up next to you know dynamite and so is uh, and so is Ramoncito. You can only save one. Uh-oh. Who are you saving? Oh, man. Aquino or Ramoncito? Oh, man, come on, that, that's easy. That's save the girl. That's Ramoncito, of course, man. Like a Chiva. I'm, I'm going after the Chiva first. So what he's um, saying is uh, he'd rather see Aquino die than sign no, for man, a, a, a grisly death. Apparently, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see what he does, and uh, guaranteeing you guys. Both him and them, they're not going to do anything. They're going to choke. Well, you know, I thought that about them too, and he actually, uh, he has, he he stepped it up in the, 
Okay, so he stepped it up in the, in the thing against uh, with the quarterfinals against Bumas, and I think also in the semis. So he's you know he actually has shown up in some of these bigger games. Okay, here I got a I got a I got a a, a bit of a problem with uh, with Liga Mekis for for making us wait freaking two weeks. For, I mean, come on. If you know you have the the Club World Cup and you start the season early anyway, and then you can still drag out the season to, to, to Christmas night. I mean, I know why they're doing it, but it's like, you know, this thing should have been done and dusted before the Club World Cup. Yeah. It, it would have been much more, much more uh, f- fair to everyone involved. But also the clubs, like they should, they should take more steps into like improving that. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're going to start early because because the, then do a jornada doble like like really early in the season. Yeah, maybe two jornadas, you know. Yeah. And instead of playing they did the same rule. But you're right. Yeah, and so so that way so that way America doesn't have to play because I mean honestly, you know, the, the 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 soccer was not particularly all that good. And Tigres was off for two weeks and America was totally jet lagged. I mean, they're playing a game, you know, in their minds there it's it's like 4 in the morning and it's just not just, just, just not, not, not well planned. Unfortunately, it is, it is too. And not well planned is also Chivas overspending, man. That's, I don't know where they're getting all that money, John. It is very interesting that all this. Been, yeah, I've been doing research. So here's, here's my findings. Oh. Um, <laughs> all right, let's pay attention. No, nah, man, it's, it's just stuff that, you know, sometimes we don't, we oversee. So, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not X Files stuff, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Mysterious here. Maybe we all have to like uh, hum and and put our oh, thumbs and index fingers together. Uh, you know, no need to wear yeah, the tinfoil caps. Uh, this is this is uh, verified stuff. So one was the divorce between uh, Angelica and, and is it over? Rivera. Yeah, it's over, and he won. He he has complete control of of the Grupo Omni Life, which. Group only like Chivas, which is the company and the club. Right. So but she still he, has a stake in the team. In the she, had, she probably had to liquidate her assets. That's probably what happened. Yeah. No, he has completely bought her out. All right. And hmm. uh, I don't know how much? Well, you know, because because what the thing was that uh, she was misappropriating funds. So oh, she had, so if if he didn't give if he didn't buy her out, then he just. Well, yeah, because cause that's what that's what they got her for. I mean, she had stolen a lot of money, and and you know, she was also the one that had the you know they sold they sold uh, Tapatio second division club, and it was you know why why sell the team? <laughs> so 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 the, so so the, the divorce is final. So that freed up the, that freed up some cash. Is is, is that what happened, Joel? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. She also I'm, in charge of the massages for the players. <laughs> well, but you, but you guys both understand that, that that Chivas pays a premium for the players they have to get. Like, like they probably have to pay. I mean, and and now, and now the fact that they're willing to pay these prices, that they're showing that they're willing to pay these prices. I mean, if but if I, mean, I were a Mexican player, I man, I would be doing whatever it took to to get the Chivas because I know I'm going to make a big big money payday. So, now, no, wait, isn't it win win for Chivas though? I'm sorry. Now, now they're a desirable destination. Well, they've always been a desirable destination. Uh, yeah. You know what? I I do think they had to pay a premium. They have to. They have no choice. No, no, but but see, they they never had to pay exaggerated amounts. 
Hold on. If they always but the, but hold you're right. It doesn't matter. So but now they are, and guess and and and, and so they they are setting the market. But see, they're, they're doing it. I think it's, it's John. So you're saying the ten dollar Big Macs? It's true. Oh, what? No, why are you bringing that in here, man? <laughs> that's that's. Oh, a, I'm just saying. No, come on, man. It's, hey, hold on, Jolie. Now you're saying the the prices are too high. What were the prices? No, look, look. It's not that it, the prices are high. Is, is it is it guys? Is it that they're willing to pay them? No, I know, but I'm saying. But they didn't. They didn't pay the high prices. No, but look, look. If we go back, the valuations are high. Chivas, Chivas has bought in the past. They bought top players, and and in their prime, they brought players like Chava Carmona, Bofo. When Bofo came, he had already played like four finals. He, any team he went to, he pretty much took him to the final. Um, you know, you, they brought they they brought other players, Gonzo Pineda, who was national team player and a two-time champion with Pumas. You know, it's a player I didn't think they would release. And uh, he was a he was a bench player for Pumas. But still, he helped them win. He was he was in the in the national team as well. Who uh, we got to the World Cup? I, so I mean. There was other players like that, you know. Um, How much did they pay for those players? Isn't he a lawyer? Isn't Gonzo Pineda a lawyer? I thought he was still playing in MLS. No, he's 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 a broadcaster. Well, I know he's a broadcaster now, but I, but I think that he's a lawyer by trade. If I'm not mistaken, I think he went to law school. Hey, but look, we they, Chivas wasn't breaking any records on on like the way they did with Pizarro with the 17 million and the 20 million with Pulido. And these aren't players that are consolidated. Yeah, there's, there's they, no. You can say they're national team starters, and, and uh, you know, really? there's, well, there's common team players. National team starters from right now. What? Where see, the, the problem? Actually... The problem, Juan, and, 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 and you see the thing is that both of you guys are right, but the problem is 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 is, is that is that Pizarro anywhere else would 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 maybe maybe in Mexico get ten. People would pay ten for him, they but because five, he has to go to Chivas, they paid like uh, like five or six. That Who was did? the amount of cash exchanged. No, because he's counting the other players, like uh, the 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 defender. How, how much is value Is is the is the Chivas? You know they 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 have to have to over you know one Mexican players in the market are already overvalued, and then they have to pay on top of that. They have to pay the Chivas tax on top of that. You know the well, the, the Chivas uh, player personnel tax that they have to pay. Hey man, to me but, that's that's just Higuera making it rain just because he's he's trying to buy a championship. You know, twenty twenty million for Pulido. They could have waited. He would have probably been worth less. They could have right gotten him for and, four. And, yeah, you know they could have gotten him for way cheaper. And and I mean, what what good did it do bringing him? You know, they they just needed something to help promote. He scored a golazo. And he scored a golazo the last practice. Score. Come on, okay. Give give Pulido the credit where credit is. Look, no, I'm not hey, saying that. Hey, you know what? Almeida, Almeida's on record saying he's been wanting to sign uh, Pizarro for a while now. Well, who, I mean, Pizarro is a great player, him. and there's no question that he would that he would be a, a a very valuable addition. The kid's really good. The, the only problem is, is is that regardless of any of that, is is that Chivas has to if if they're going to be in this in this new market. The only way that they're going to be able to compete is that they're going to have to pay these prices for Mexican players, because the other teams know that the only way that Chivas compete can compete is by by having 
a really, really good quality roster that's, and they're going to have to pay for it or, 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 or work through it through their youth system. And it seems like they've kind of abandoned that at least for the past couple of years. I don't think they've abandoned the youth system as much as, uh, I mean, look, this past season, the youth players got most of the playing time over the high price signings. But what it sounds like John is saying is uh, Chivas is the Barcelona of Mexico, right? You know, because you can have like, a, you know, like an Almeria or one of the, or like, you know, a, a third tier team. Let's say Pumas. You know, they're trying to sign your player. You'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, give me a million. You know, and then Barcelona comes along and they say they jack up the price. Hey, you know what? Now we want 30 million. That's 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 exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. And, and, and the clubs are so similar. You know, they have a, you know, they both have a passionate following. You know, you know they both, you know, wear, wear stripes that are, you know, representative of, of their of their area, right? There's just there's just a huge difference between the two. Is that since 1970, I think Barcelona has won like 50 championships or probably more. No, no, no. And Chivas has, yes. has, has won three. They were in a drought until uh, <laughs> thank God. Oh man. And Cruyff, they. Uh, so so 40 years ago they were in a drought. No, no, no. I think it was. It, it's it's only been this this past decade. Oh please. <laughs> All right, let's uh, look it up. Oh man, did did he forget about the um, Cruyff? Cruyff was in the nineties, dude. Yeah, and he had the dream team when that when they had Romario and Stoichkov and and. Uh, they I remember when got- uh, Romario the first time they played, uh, uh, it was in the Champions League, it was against uh, Manchester United, and it was Romario and Stoichkov were the uh, the two forwards. I mean, they just they I think they were up three or four nothing against Manchester United in the first thirty minutes. I mean, they were just. <laughs> they they had they had no answer for either of them. And Romario did this one move where he did like a like a dummy step, and he froze like like two or three guys, and they just they just walked in after that. It was just it was absolutely impressive. He was what a great player he was when he was in the mood. Man, he was fantastic. I think just Juwan was thinking of the Galactico type era when you know Madrid was just buying every name player. So look, that's. Uh, that's a, between uh, 1992 and 2005, they didn't win a single uh, uh, UEFA. UEFA. What about UEFA. what about La Liga? <laughs> what about La Liga? Oh, dude, who cares about that? <laughs> oh, okay. all right. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, and and you do know right, it was 99 and 2004. They didn't win a single single. Uh, Hey, but or 2005, one, they didn't win a single to, league. It was harder to win the UEFA because it was less teams. Hey, look, and all I'm saying is they, they made more teams. They've they've had a resurgence. They weren't as dominant as uh, actually they've never really been dominant until uh, the past uh, eleven years. Well, they have been extremely do- dominant and. You know, hopefully history will uh, will not forget the fact that the that the real reason that uh, Barcelona was so great, and you know, as, as good as Ronaldinho and Messi and all those guys were, I mean, they, they would have been nothing without uh, Xavi and uh, Iniesta and even and even Biscuits. I mean, those three those three guys 
wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, Are we seriously comparing no. Barcelona to, to Chivas? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Juan. Have you been drinking? Well, huh? Are you drinking before the podcast again? No, no, no. Wait, dude. We're called Cantina MX for a reason. Man, I don't know if he was drinking. I think he, was, I think he ate a couple of peyote you balls. There, man. You, you got... Well, <laughs> if you notice, uh, Barcelona is an uh, extremely dominant era that's very recent. Is due mostly to their youth players, right? Well, you know that's a very good point, actually, because you know all the big money guys that they brought in the past couple of years, like the the Gallitos and the Hulits, were always on the bench. So, so, so you think Juan? Then the, the, they need to find a balance then between the 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 canteranos and the the fichajes. Yeah, I think they need to find a balance. I think they need to. Uh... I mean, look, when Almeida came in, the biggest concern was the descenso, right? right? I mean, the team was big time in trouble. So now they don't have to worry about that anymore. Now now the challenge is going to be uh, for them trying to win trophies. Hey, didn't Chepo save him from the descenso? He did. No. But they, they weren't. Wait, hold on. Hold, but, hold on. But they were going to be. Maybe he saved them. <laughs> they were. They no. were. They oh, were. Hold on, hold on. Why don't we take a commercial break? Let me go grab a beer and we can listen to this. Like uh, <laughs> that season, they, they was direct. It was he did not take him out of the relegation zone, but the one season he well, played, he, he wasn't going to be able to anyway, right? Just because the, like like the, yeah. the years were still on there, yeah. Yeah, it was still on there, but the season that he he coached them, uh, it hey. was direct. It was the direct that if they would have finished, they would have been relegated. Anytime, if you're in the bottom three and you don't get any and you don't get relegated, you you did your job. Yeah, and then the following season, there were there was no relegation, and then the one after it was going to be direct relegation again. Yes, right. It's his it's his best start in the fall. I think he had him uh, sitting in seventeenth when he got fired. Yeah, but the season before. He, you know, they were in the, the Senso and they didn't, and they didn't fall. So he did his job. In fact, they were like what semifinalists. Yeah, Isn't that when they, they beat which, Atlas in the? Which they haven't the been able to reach, John. And if they don't reach it again, which should be at least minimum requirement, at with, least with sixty million, I think it's it's now. What's the minimum? How much they spent? Oh, I think semifinal. I think I think I think absolutely semifinals is uh, should be the. But you know what? Vergara's on record. He said. No nos queda de otra que ser campeones. So, wow. So, for, is that so a check this out. Wendy? Uh, if, if that happens, then, then you guys are going to... So, Chepo, he had them finish in 16th. So, the next season... And then, so, uh, so you guys... After Almeida, they, they went from 16th, they jumped up to 12th. Okay, but a lot and, of things happen, dude. Uh, and now, now this wait, season, wait, hold wait, on, wait. Wait. now this season, Juwan, 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 teams like Puebla and Veracruz crashed badly. Now, check this out. Unidos, divididos. So what you're saying is Chivas was the better team. Okay, <laughs> I'll take that admission. Now this is what Jolie says. Jolie says uh, anything less than to fire uh, 
Uh, I didn't say fire. I didn't say fire. I said it would be a fracaso with the amount of money they've spent. You have to have, you're going to be putting that much money. You have to have some high expectations, not just, you don't just put 60 million. There has to be a return on the investment. Just to qualify. You could do that just with a cantera, dude. You know? Now between between uh, and y'all, y'all no, you're, so honest. you're saying anything less than semifinals is a fracaso, right? Big, yeah, it will be to me. Wouldn't you? Would you not? Would you not agree with that? Seems reasonable to me. I'm not a Chivas fan, but I see the amount of money they're spending. The fact that they made the Liga past couple of years, they've yeah. I mean, you want them to advance, don't you? So absolutely, I think I think the semifinal at least reached, at least the semifinal. They reached semifinals when uh, Chepo came and they didn't spend. Not even half of that money. When Omar Bravo the was their scorer, and he was like in his mid forties. <laughs> yeah, who's the top scorer now? They just got rid of. Uh, him. Uh, they just got rid of. Hey, por borracho. Man, I am. I'm just. I cannot believe that they didn't put Kulit in my. See, I goes to show you, Joel, that when we think that he get out listens to the podcast, he obviously does not. No, nah, man. Because he did not adhere to my suggestion of, of moving. Hulit as the as the center forward. Hey, I I think Chick is distracting me, man. I I heard La Pequeña Wendy in the background. <laughs> I think was that you? No, no, no. Hold on, give me, give me a second. I want I want to I want to respond to you, but first I want to get a drink. Hold on. Was <laughs> you? Can, can you wait? Can we listen to her a little bit more? Okay. What the John sent me or Juan sent me this link and I was like, what is this? Oh yeah, La Pequeña Wendy, man. She was like twelve singing about getting drunk. I don't know what's going on in Peru, man. That's a old uh, doll commercial from Mexico. <laughs> hey, you know what? Gotta... All right, I'm back. Are you back? Oh. Yeah, I'm. I'm still baffled that uh, that 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 you would not accept that as a, as a reasonable expectation. You know. I think uh, when you have to, if you want to evaluate a manager, whether or not he's on the right track and whether you want to keep him in your organization, whether you want to, you know, mount the pressure and, and pile on and start saying he's a fracaso. I think we have to look at is. I don't, I, don't team, say, I don't think it would be him. I think it would be, it would be what the, what the results were for that particular season. Yeah. I didn't say him though. Um, I said the team. It would be a fracaso for the team and for for what you know the ma- overall management. It's not his fault. You know that they're overpaying for players. No, it's uh. Now where's this guy going to play? Where where is, is Pizarro going to play in front of Orbelin or? or so or, they're or, expecting to. Uh... That he could play as as a winger, or as a outside back, or as a ten, or even as a center mid. I think if they play all the players we've got in, there's only going to be three three canteranos left. Which three? 
Or why do you say there's only going to be three left? If you because the rest. No, no, no. Just as starters. Uh, if you if you start all the players that are that have been refuerzos, you'll be left with just like three canteranos. But I don't think I don't think they're all going to start because uh, Avion Calderon didn't start. Uh, Gallito, I don't expect him to start. I mean, why bring him then? I don't know why. Oh, Gallito. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, Almeida's target was to play Libertadores. You know, that's actually a very, uh, a very valid assessment. I think you're absolutely right. So with it, without out, out of the picture, though, it kept on going for more players like Aquino, trying to get him. He was spending like a drunken sailor. Why? Well, I, I think if you saw the the Club America, uh, the sim, this was that quarterfinals. Yeah, that series. Anyways, uh, they really they didn't have any answers. There's no alternatives on the bench. Now, if Fernando was was here on our show, and we we miss him, of course, he would be saying that the reason that they has that big plantel is so they can go after the Copa MX campeonísimo <laughs> because they've won a grand total of one and two <laughs> two finals, one under Chepo. Well, I guess when you make a final for Chivas fan, it might, it might as well count, right? Because you guys have had so few for so long. All right, John. I'll see you in Vegas, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. Come on now. You said you were throwing some shade at my Pumas. I had to retaliate at some point. Who loves Chivas more than me? Seriously. You get to play stuff like this. There you go. You know, you know I, always, I always make it worth you know, worth reason. Now I do have I do have a new edition, but I haven't had a chance to use it tonight. It's uh, it's uh. Puto y aparte, al infierno. Vete al infierno. Oh, who's he talking to? <laughs> I have no idea. I couldn't tell you who it was. It just cracks me up. It cracks me up. It cracks me up. I got another one of the of this dude. Oh, where is it? I still can't believe I, I, I chose America to win the game, but with Gignac out, I think it's going to be really hard for Tigres to score. Oh, they, they do have a huge advantage, however. I mean, let's. I mean, honestly, he's been at least in the Liga out of the however many goals they've scored. He scored what's what five or six. The dude's been on fire. You can't deny that. I mean, he had a hat trick against Pumas. He scored another goal in that series. He had four against them. He had like two against, or was it three against the nails? So he scored, you know, at least six goals for sure. And then he got the seventh one tonight. See, Tuca is asking for uh, for uh, discipline on these plays. So he he might he probably thinks he probably agrees with Juan and thinks that that play by uh, Valdez was a dirty play, amongst others that the America were doing. So. He's demanding some justice. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that if they if they start interrupting him, do you think he would get mad? He'd get mad for anything. I love me some Tuka, man. He is, I just, I'm probably like the only Tuka fan on the entire planet. Just, uh, I've always liked him. 
Hey, hey, you know what? Uh, so, Jolie, you don't think Higuera's uh, been a very successful uh, president for Chivas? Since uh, he would have bring in all, you know, all these signs. Joel is going to talk for like the next 20 minutes, man. Wait. <laughs> Thanks, no, no, man. <laughs> I mean, look at it. In the past, when you had, uh, when Nestor was director deportivo, they almost brought in Pulido. They almost brought in uh, no, but they, Cepillo, they, they, they almost brought in no, no, they, they, players. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on, hold on. Juan, I got to stop you there. Um, first with Pulido. He, that, that, was, that was not his target. That was Higuera's target. Higuera was already the CEO. So Higuera was the one that negotiated him. No, no, but in the past... Yeah, Nestor never went after Pulido. It was Higuera. And oh, with, so, so we and, so and with the Peralta, best signing that they've had. Peralta, they, to it was Brizuela, well, just recent was Brizuela. If you go well, back to the when before, they won before the you guys time. rehash this this whole thing again <laughs> for the for it, the twentieth time tonight. I, I do want to ask y'all: Do do you think Pizarro is going to be a success at Chivas? I think so. He looks motivated, man. You know, it was really, you know, you know, a lot of people forget that he uh, he what broke his leg in in the in that game against Fiji when he shouldn't have even been out there because it was like in the second half and it should have been winning ten nothing already. He hasn't been the same since, huh? Well, he hasn't played. I mean, he's he he just started playing again, you know, just a few weeks before the uh, the season was up. So. You know, you're, you're you're getting a guy that hadn't you know the base guy hasn't played since last August. So, so seventeen million for damaged goods. That's right. Well, l- luckily, <laughs> luckily, Joel, it was it Wait, was a how much is seventeen million. Uh, he they, they do how much? How much was it, Joel? That they announced seventeen. They announced it, man. And, and so you that's know what, the Joel? value he has. So seventeen is money exchange. How much? So was seventeen it? is the public the public number. Yeah. So, so no. what's, the, what's what's the private number? It's probably be like twenty, man. All right, and so when what's then what's the tax number? Ten. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the one that Juwan's reporting. <laughs> right. No, Juwan, come no, on, man! You're too, you're being too innocent here. Now. I'm not making up numbers. That's how it works here. In, in dude, how much cash was actually paid for Pizarro? Look, we don't know because we didn't see it. None of us. Yeah, exactly. We'll never know. Dude, that's that number's been reported. The number reported was seventeen, and then they're saying that they only paid cash because they 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 transferred the other player. Yeah. But I mean, why would you let go of that other player, who is, who is a uh, titular indiscutible, les regaló un campeonato, and he's from your cantera, and he's free, and 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 you're passing him. So his article, his article by Tom Marshall, he reports so, the. The value of the transfer at fourteen million. That's the value of the transfer. Now, when you include, uh, but what was the value of, of of the check? Of of uh of Victor Guzman, and then I guess, uh, they include the loan for Gulit somehow. Uh, what they actually pay for this player was a lot less. Victor, do you but you don't think Victor Guzman would if you not? I would have kept Victor Guzman. For what? I would rather just keep him, and they could keep Pizarro. But I why? Would... Why are you going to have a third defensive mid when you already have one guy hey, on the national team, and he's not playing? And your biggest quality. need, your biggest need, is a number ten type player. 
So if you look at what the the way the coaching but, but staff is analyzing their, the is, team, is, is that their biggest need? I think their biggest need is a striker. Well, they they got they got two strikers. Hey, John just when, said it. If you count, this guy uh, broke his leg and hasn't played. So check this out. You uh, a striker, you have Pulido, and you have uh, Saldivar. You also have uh, so so then the guy they brought in earlier they, that they paid twenty million for hadn't played in, in how many years? In two years, he hadn't played. They in played five years. million. Five million so, for Pulido. So Chivas spends $37 million on one player that hasn't played in two years and another one that hasn't played six months coming off a broken leg. And you know what? The, uh, the one guy, uh, Pulido, he became a starter basically straight away. Where? So that goes to show his quality. Well, it goes, no, it doesn't go to show his quality. It goes to show how desperate they are in, in, in to put it, into putting any kind of warm well, body. No. That knows that knows that actually well, dude, redirect the ball into the direction of that white thing with 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 the netting behind it. And so, then he missed two right, penalties. John. John, how many beers have you had? So check this out. And then he misses two penalties in key games. Saldivar, he was uh, he got called to the national team. You know, by but, but why did he get called? So to the he's national not some team? bum. So why did he get called to the national team? Oh, and why did Saldivar, Saldivar get called to the national team? Saldivar. Nobody, wa- nobody wanted to play that game. <laughs> well, that and and, and why else? Because. <laughs> Because how many how many Mex- how many Mexican forwards were in the top ten, in the top Which twenty game? in scoring one. this year? Like one. And, and, and it was it was it was Chucky. <laughs> so Chucky was at that game too, from, by the way. He called the guy from Atlas, <laughs> who is is like he was like it was like a bench because that's all he has. There are no Mexican and it's going to get worse. There are no Mexican forwards, so well, that's why it is imperative. Is and, and, and 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 this is why you guys as Chivas fans. Should just be just just honestly, your your nipples must be exploding in anticipation with the fact that you guys are, are going to finally like be forced to have to have a good team. You have to have a good team in order for them to be competitive. They have to spend money, which is what they're doing, and that and and that's why what's Actually, happening with these prices John, is, is, is that the, 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 the price is what they're the willing to pay. They've been spending like money this. for the past two years. Not like and this. And the the young players have been keeping the signings on the bench. But not, that's fine. But not. But they haven't been spending money like this. What do you mean like this? They did spending thirty seven million dollars on two players is not something that Chivas does. Yeah, but they didn't year. spend the money. That's the thing that I'm not sure how that's not getting through. The actual cash exchange is only like five or six million for uh, for Pizarro and for Pulido. I, I forget the actual number. Okay, regardless of what the number is, that's it's not something that they've been doing in well, they, a very in long time. Remember when uh, Team Corifa uh, when they came in, they they brought in uh, I think they it was in, we said Luisito Mitchell Perez. Come on, come on, dude. They brought in. You who know, by the way? Who by the way announced his retirement this week? And, I, and and you know what? Everyone's initial reaction was, "Didn't you retire like five years ago?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> Man, and it, that was. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, they brought in the Nigris. That's right. That was very. Uh, nice. Actually, Team Corif, uh They they brought in. Perez, they brought in uh, Rafael Marquez, uh, Lugo. The, hi- the hype uh, is all time high, though. The hype is is huge nowadays with this. And and Vergara has backed that up with his statements of we're going to win all this stuff. And uh, and I heard a rumor that Saldivar might be going to Italy. It's just a rumor, but. Why? But I mean, that's, you know what? Yes, I saw a rumor, but it wasn't Saldivar. It was somebody else. No, oh, Saldivar, dude. I saw Saldivar. So, so, so the one guy that has just a sliver of 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 talent, then, 
is the guy they want to get rid of. <laughs> well, well, I don't think they want to get rid of it. What happened to my maybe. trophies? Speaking of talent, what, what what happened to trophies? Yeah, you asking me? The, I thought he was Mexican the Messi. <laughs> well, hold up. Who anointed him the Mexican Messi? Remember the yeah, the manager said, "Hey, let him let him accomplish something, and then we can hype him up, right?" You remember that? Uh, know, what, what's going on with him? Where is he's twenty two already? Um, so he's still fairly. Young. I thought that he was going to be the ten for the team. I mean, he wears the number ten. He so does wear the number. Yeah, he's wearing the number ten. Not anymore, man. His broken leg is. <laughs> they brought a guy with a broken leg to. <laughs> To replace <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Joey, you're saying that the coaching staff is addressing the team needs. Is that what you're saying? What? No, man. I, I look. I think. <laughs> I think. Look, this goes all the way back to Promotora, because Promotora saw that he was gonna. It was it was getting expensive to get Mexican players, so that's when they started working on the youth, on the youth. Um, you know, that's that's when they started working with the cantera because, and uh, and it paid dividends. It paid dividends. It took years, but it finally paid dividends. And and uh, Vergara disrupted all that. It's constant, you know, firing and letting go of staff. He let go a lot of key staff. Like you have Hans. And Efrain Flores, who went to Pachuca and helped improve their youth, now we're paying top dollar <laughs> for their youth. For their youth. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? What, what are you guys doing, man? Money, money well spent. Money well spent. So, you know, to me, I'd rather wait. And and I do have faith that our our youth can be competitive. You just said it a while ago. Chivas uh, Canteranos have been keeping the high-priced guys on the bench, so it just and, it, it makes it look bad, dude. You bring it; it makes it look bad that you pay all this money to bring in players, and and your own Cantera is keeping them out of the starting lineup. So it's like, so, why are you so not bringing? Bad? What it what it looks like, Juan, is it what how it is looks like? Bad? Here's here's what here's why it looks bad, because what it looks like all they're doing is throw is throwing money at a problem, and they don't know what the problem is. So why bring all these guys in if they're if if, if they're not going to be if they're if they're not a fit for your team? Hold I mean, on. Why why spend all the money? I mean, if these Hold guys on. aren't going to play, then John. why then why'd you bring bring them in at all? So then why wouldn't you get rid of a guy like Victor Guzman that he's already stated he doesn't want to be in the club? You know, he probably had bad experience under you know the previous uh, ma- you know management or who was that? Who was whatever that it was. Management? Victor Guzman was that under under Chepo and, and his brother? under maybe before Chepo or maybe it's Vergara maybe it's the instability. So it was so it, it, was, well, it was you know what anybody, we won't blame, everybody we won't blame to blame a manager but, we'll just but Nestor Nestor is the only one no no no, to blame no. I, I don't want to say is Nestor I don't want to turn into uh, you know what we'll say is is Vergara's lack of leadership that he's shown where young players they cannot consolidate themselves because there was a constant management change and we know that's true. Okay, so Victor Guzman, what position does he play? He's, Let's analyze uh, it. What's he? What's he play? Center he's, mid. Uh, he's defensive uh, mid. Right. Okay. Now, Chivas. Uh, last year they signed. Uh, who did they sign? Cayito Vasquez and Hulit. 
and Hulet. And they've got Orbelin Pineda, who can play box to box. And they signed him too. So and they have Michael last year too. And they have Michael Perez, who's been keeping. Who did he keep on the bench? He kept uh... Gallito. Gallito on the bench. Why are you asking me, dude? I don't watch Chivas games. <laughs> Boring as hell. Trying to analyze because what you guys are saying is that their signings don't make sense. So, so you have Victor Guzman. I like be- my teams that shoot on goal. You have, you have Victor Guzman, who could become the fourth center mid, and the second center mid sitting on the bench. Okay, he's go. He's gonna go from a team where he's starting to a team where he's probably gonna sit because Michael Perez. He's so you so know, he's, that he's shown that- well. You're saying that's not a good signing then. So why why would they bring him back? So exactly. So, so they didn't bring him back. What they did is they used him as a feature de cambio for uh, Rodolfo Pizarro. So they basically he said, made, okay, uh, you guys, you have him on loan. You guys want to keep him? Yes or no? That, that's what they did. They, they well, made it to pay for him. to sign him for, I think, over a year. Right. So it was a loan with an option to buy. Uh, I don't said, think there was an option to buy. It was just a loan. Well, then they said, you're going to. You're going to buy. It was a loan with a you're going to buy. Yeah. Okay. So then they brought in Pizarro, you know, a guy who's so very, regardless very of how, much, how much money changed hands, right? Regardless yeah. of how much money changed hands, the announced price, and this is what's important, was seven. I don't care how much money changed hands. It was $17 million. No, but they announced the, the money that changed hands is what uh, matters. That doesn't, no, it's that that's only it's, maybe to the club. It, no, if you want to say that. But you're not understanding my point. As well. Okay, but only to the club. If you, if you want to argue that their finances are not managed well, that they're overpaying. I'm not arguing. I, I'm, no. I'm, arguing, I'm arguing that, that, that they have well, no choice, but that's they're being, That's what's being alluded to when they're saying, oh, hey, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're overpaying. I'm not, well, uh, yeah, they are overpaying, but but, well, but it's it's not it's not the their fault. Chance is is actually very reasonable. Yeah, oh, I mean, you right. had a and player for player plus some cash for you know guy. Yeah, yes, he was injured. You know what? Those kinds of injuries in, in are not all the same honesty, as they were 15, honesty, 20 years ago. How, how much? How much money? In all honesty, would you pay for Rodolfo Pizarro? In all honesty, I you know I wouldn't go over ten. Would you and, go? And, would and you go over five? And that's, you you know, and that's only because Mexican league. There's there's almost no Mexican players now. Okay, let me ask you this: How much would uh, a European team play pay for? Yeah, they wouldn't go over five. No, they would not. About four million. At the most. Yeah. And, but yeah, and, but so you have to agree that uh, Victor Guzman is worth ten million in order for, or twelve million or whatever they're valuing the transfer at. You know, who knows? Maybe they only. They only gave one million in cash, and the rest of it is the valuation of uh, Guzman. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say no to that. But anyway, my my point is is that is that then the the negotiation for whatever the next guy they bring in is going to be okay. Well, you well you paid seventeen for that guy, you have to pay twenty for this guy, and then whatever the number falls down to, it's gonna again even that number is going to be overinflated. But it's just that you know, Chivas Chivas has set the precedent that they are willing to pay these prices. Yeah, that that's and me. If if I were Chicharito's agent, I would <laughs> this Christmas. I would. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> here you're here you're looking for a striker. Here you're you know you're throwing money around. I got a guy that maybe maybe wouldn't mind coming back. He's had a decent career. How much do you think they would pay for him? Thirty. Nah, he's probably going to be available on a free. 
once his uh, Bayern on a free transfer. Yeah, once he his... won't be free. This he's still gonna command because Torrado came, and this is years ago to Cruz Azul, and he yes. had his card. No, Torrado came to Cruz Azul. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, after, after, yeah they're right. And but he because uh, Sevilla froze him out for like a year or so, so he he finally. He didn't. He hadn't extended his contract, so Cruz Azul gave him five million. So, right, I mean, but then, might, that means his contract have... wasn't up yet. He was still under on the under contract no, no. with them. His contract they gave was him free. A, a, a five million dollars signing bonus. Yeah, there you go. So they gave million. it to Torrado, not to Sevilla. Right. Yeah, but he's not free. He wasn't free. He was still paid well, he's... to have him there. Well, he's free, and of course, five billion was, the, with anybody he was wants. the announced number. You know, there was the the real number, and then the tax number. Yeah, and, and this is a hey, this is going back. You know what? But that's standard when a when a player's contract is up. So the signing is different. The point is is, is, is is that Chivas is going to make is going to make it very attractive for Mexican players if they keep paying the money that they're paying. I don't see how that's a bad thing. It's, it's not, not a bad. It's it's not it, a bad thing. To, to me, it's it's a bad thing in in the sense that we and I've been saying this already. I've been preaching it. We see how often a lot of these clubs go broke, and and they're paying all these high wages. Yeah, but you think Chivas is going to go broke? Really? I think they have. Why you think Vergara bought the team? <laughs> it was hey, they weren't. They've gone any, broke several times. It's, it's yeah, not, but, how did, he, how did he pay for it? He didn't have the money. Through the television deal. <laughs> yeah, so he hustled them. So the, okay, the but still. Broke. It was you, just uh, it was broke. the, the people sell, that were running it were ignorant. Would you sell stock if it's making you money? I mean, they was obviously it was bleeding. Nobody wanted to put. And then before he bought it, it was. Why was the promotora running it? You know, and so it, it has gone. The, you guys didn't the have you, you all the players though when they when they, they lost the rights. Yeah, they did because the players belonged to them. So they were like, "All right, we're out." Uh, the club didn't want to renew with Promotora. Promotora said, "All right, we're gonna cash out," and they sold the players. So, um, Jolie, let me ask you again: You think Chivas is mismanaging their finances? Yes. By doing player trades plus cash. Yes, so, every everything. Look, look. If they paid, uh, what I what I read was I'm trying to find the source, but it was between five and six million for Pizarro. That's the amount of cash that they paid. Broken, a broken Pizarro. Plus, look, you have to take it. He's not account. broken. Hold on, you have he to was, take. He's the champion in Clausura 2016. But, he, but his body's broken. <laughs> uh, come on, man. Hey, he, he's damaged okay, goods, man. You know what he is? He they bought him at the scratch and dent. <laughs> but, but they paid Neiman market price. <laughs> you guys are crazy, man. Hey, no, check it out. Look, <laughs> this guy, made, you made me lose focus. Uh, but but yeah, they, they, uh, okay, I remember now. Not, not only are they paying like premiums, uh, the wages they have to give them are like high. You know who I feel but bad for when when we have to like break into this like this unbelievably wonky Chivas talk. I feel bad for the fans, man, because they have to listen to this stuff. It's just it's just too much, man. It's hey, too man. much. No one's talking about it. Everyone's going with the hype. But look, before you would have on average two or three players that make about two million. 
Chivas must have like five or six now. They have more than hey, that. But this is different times, Jolie. I mean, look, nah, look, man, how, you, look at the international transfers. How much did they play? Did the okay, we're talking United about Mexico, man. Pod, man. We're talking about Mexico, not dude, not EPL, the, the not wages Europe. go up everywhere. Yes, but you you got these. I mean, these part of the, AIG. You know, the owners, the owners, what? their their goal is to make the Mexican league, the Mexican league, the Mexican Premier League. That's their goal. Okay, that's so why you have all these Argentine, all these Brazilian you, guys. Yes, but when you have a Jaguares, they can't afford. To pay wages, you're, well, that's you're how way off. Yeah, you know, but they're they're part of the league, dude. They're part of yeah, the league, so that, the that shows you that power. not all the teams are there. And look at look at the negotiating power between Jaguares and Chivas. Now, which which club, which team can command a premium in advertising and you know whatever type of advertising oh. deal? No, no, but I'm telling you, we're far off from from. Yeah, they've done such a good job with that that they, have a, that they have a nice shirt sponsor. <laughs> well, they don't. But can and you imagine now? Stadium. Can you imagine now what what kind of demand that their team's gonna have when you're signing guys like uh, no. like Pulido, like Pineda? That well, it's it's obviously part of the strategy. It's obviously national, want, national team players want, that are in the national pool. You want the demand? Uh, even a youngster with no. with all the youngster hype. You need high ratings. If if Chivas TV is getting 10 million viewers, then yes, they'll have. They'll have all sorts of sponsors knocking on their door, but if you have 150k viewers on the 300, you know, thousand, that's not a lot. Right. But we're saying here is these signings—they're raising the profile a little more. To who, man? Just what do you mean to who? To the to the average just, uh, Mexican team fan, you know the yeah, but there's the the, the the jersey the the Cambia jerseys, you know. The ones that one year there no, were, man, a, come there on, were a Cholo's jersey, it's there were a, a America moment. jersey, a Chivas jersey. It's just hype for a moment. When you look at Pulido, it was more hype because of he had gotten kidnapped. And, uh, you know, he two years in, in Greece where he played 14 games. The, the Chivas he, fan base has been, had been asking for Pulido for years and years. Yeah, but know? not enough to pay $20 million for him. I mean, jeez. Well, how much Seriously. did they really pay? Well, you're you're the one who has the you are you're the one that has looked at the ledger. So why don't you let us know? I I do think it was more than twenty because Tigres was asking for ten. Tigres valued him at ten, and then Olympiacos wanted about the same. And then you need to give the agent money, and then you need to set up the player. Oh well, the the agent takes his cut from overall. I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, The way these these transfers work is a a certain percentage goes to the. The club that uh that that uh trained the player. Well, that depends on their their from their, there, their, their, know, their another... that, That's not always the case. Well, you're talking about a regular transfer. <laughs> that's not that's not Liga MX transfers, man. Come on. No, dude. Even Liga, Liga MX transfers, they work this way. Well, they, it, it's the a problem, commission all the way down to the. One, youth the, the problem is, is 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 that Chivas had to pay a fee just to negotiate with Bolivia. The only way they could talk to Polido was to pay Tigres. They had to. Well, they, they had to pay like a, two million, right? They had to pay a door fee. They had to pay them. a door fee just to get him, just to get him alone to talk. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was. Wasn't that announced uh, like at two million a while back? You can God damn, pretend man. it was two million. Yeah, dude, that was announced like. Uh, I think when Nestor. So, so let me understand when when the number is low and it benefits Chivas, then it's then it's a true number. When the number's high and it makes Chivas look like idiots, then it's oh well, that's not the real number. 
No, I I think you guys aren't. You guys are looking at the valuation of the transfer, but not actually looking at the money that well, was. Well, no, now hang on a second. It's after midnight. Now it's Friday now, and out on the West Coast now. So as oh, a, right, do, you, do you have to like now switch over to Pachuca mode since you've <laughs> what you've been what you've been talking <laughs> you've been talking on Tigres Chivas hey, on, on Thursday. Add, add to that what he's getting in wages and all the other players, and that number keeps going higher, higher. You know, you know. Again, if if this is Chivas' strategy, I, I'm I'm totally fine with it. It's just to me, it's very unfortunate for them that they that they do have to pay a premium. Uh, they have to pay two premiums actually, and uh, so yeah, the, 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 they are overpaying. But 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 Chivas, it's always going to be a, every deal they make is going to be is going is going to be a seller's market with them. You, you, you know what I'm gonna say, John? I, I think. With Liga Max, you have to know how to negotiate. Well, you have you to gotta, get you, and you got you gotta have good contacts or good. You have to have established good relationships with with the other presidents, and I think uh, that's something that the De La Torres had, just because how Dude, how long they've been involved. Have good relationships, they could never sign any player that they wanted. Wait, hold on. They still brought there in. No signings. There was they no signings. There was no signings. Torres. They they brought Cota. Okay. Who? What teams are knocking at Nestor's door for him to manage to to run their club? Okay, hey, Nestor is that. busy sounding like a chilango on Univision when he does a song. Hold on, dude. <laughs> this, this guy jumps from one subject to the other. First, he's asking me what players, and then no, no, no. You're the, you're the one he's, saying that. He's Torres, asking me what teams. You're saying that La Torres have connections. They they you know they, they know what? they know how to now negotiate. So, so then, why is this guy still not employed? Maybe he doesn't want to, dude. <laughs> you, you know, you have to take that in consideration. He has money, man. He, well, you have to take not... into consideration that if they're as good as you say, there'd be teams knocking but, at the hey, door. Once I was going to name the players, you, you changed the subject. So Once you were going to what? Once I started naming the players he brought, you... you, you I didn't change the subject. You, yeah, you jumped into why aren't teams knocking at his door. No, no, no. It's when you said I, I want to know hey, how I got that they know how to negotiate. So right away, a, you're going to get into he the He built Lattore. a nice team on a budget, dude. He didn't have to break the bank. He brought in Cota, which is, he's been now, a good goalkeeper. Hold on. He brought Joey, in Jair Pereira, who's been a you're, starter. You're saying, uh, you're saying that... Uh, Did he bring in Alani, Alaniz, too? Hey, Alaniz and Salcedo, Titan Salcedo, he got him to come back. He oh, so got, where's the cantera? He, he got Fabian to come back. Where's the cantera? You're, you're, Cantera, they, he can name I don't understand. Him, you're like you flip flop back and forth between. Uh, uh, you know what cracks me up about, 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 about y'all's lovely relationship? I'm not is even. It, so- is that you will do whatever it takes to trash the like one guy, and and defend the other? I mean, it, it, it just it's hilarious. Like both of them. Yeah, but both of y'all. It just I mean, both of us. Well, yeah. both of them, but both of us. <laughs> I mean, like 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 Joel will 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 defend. Will defend, you know, Chepo like, 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 like he fights for House Chepo and just will just, I do you know, do whatever it takes. I like and, that. Yeah, House Chepo, dude. The North remembers. Hey, That's... <laughs> the North remembers. Come and, on, uh, and, and 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 you. Uh, so you, do you, they remember uh, with with uh, with with uh, with Almeida? They remember 2006, the last Campeonato, man. That's a lot. You know, you know how long ago that was. TVs were still in the standard. Definition. And you know what? That wasn't even a team that uh, they <laughs> built. We'll see. We'll see how he they does once he has to build his own team. What do you mean they built? They did help build it. Who do you think brought Hans? So, but there's not them building it. 
What? <laughs> and for what I remember, you said what? first you said that Real yeah. brought in Hans. Wow. Yes, okay. Are you saying Jimbo brought him in? Yes, let me explain. They're all part of my. No, please don't, hold it. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have to. It'll be quick. I'll be quick. <laughs> oh please, God. no, no more. No, no, be quick. Pro, no more. Promotora, pro, promotora yeah. started the cantera, so they hired Guero Real to, to, to build it. Guero uh, Real. And at that point, how, how many times had Guero Real been fired and, re, and and rehired? No, no, right there he had. Oh, that was the first. That was that was the first time. We're going back to to promotora, back to like. Late, late, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, so they brought in Real to 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 build it, and uh, and and Real had had you know he he had learned at Pumas, he had a good I don't know school for building canteras, man. He went he went to the best one there had been, and uh, so Real had met Hans at a Toulon tournament. So he invited he invited uh, Hans to do a workshop for the coaches and stuff. So they they used they were using some of the methods of the Ajax stuff. So then when Bergara bought the team and and uh, and uh, the De La Torres came in and they had Real, they recommended and they they hired that guy to come in and and keep working on it. Are you finished? Oh, good. Okay, that was. <laughs> All right. So I, I still don't see how Nestor and Chip will get created for Hans though, for bringing them in. I mean, other than other than bringing them in, you don't understand <laughs> why that was such a big deal. <laughs> Aside from interviewing him, hiring him, and letting him do his thing, I don't. I have no idea why you should get credit for that. This guy's going pern mode. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I mean, I mean you guys you guys just I just I just whatever positions y'all take is you just diametrically opposed. That's why I'm glad we record the show because you know about an hour ago before we got into this into this it, it's it, it's like we're stuck in like a like a Chivas whirlpool. We can't get out. Chivas we, limbo. Yeah, we can't we can't get out. That's exactly what happened. We we were on a, like we were like on lost. We're like the like like when we're in the Chivas we're like in And that, then the ending sucked, right? Then the purgatory. Oh, speaking oh, of man. movies, Hoyt, I saw we saw I saw Rogue One tonight. Oh, no, no spoilers, please. Man, I, I gotta oh, tell you. Oh, come on, oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, hey, my God. John, John. What? Diego Luna, were you, were you happy with with him? You no, know, it shocked me that at the end of the movie, oh. he and the girl and Darth Vader had like that, that kissing threesome at the end to say that they didn't eat mama tamia. Because, you know, he kisses that girl, right? You know, and then, and then, you know, Darth kisses the girl and then she looks at both of them and goes, Go on, and then Darth and and he's and Diego Luna start kissing each other at the end. Yeah, it was so yeah. weird, so so weird. Was, was wasn't seen, expecting uh, that at all. Was yeah, exactly. Wasn't expecting that at all. At the beach, at the beach, right? The yeah, beach at, the house. The, at, the at the end of the movie, oh, at the beach house, they were drinking. And 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 Boca del Cielo. That's right. That's such and, a great movie. You you know what, John? I'm gonna tell you this. I was what? gonna go see it tonight, but I I like put the podcast first. I will. I, I will say it's probably out of the what eight Star Wars movie they've been. I, I, I think it's the best one. I think I thought it was really good. Oh wow! I have to. Yeah, I, I was going to. I thought. I thought. I thought the story was absolutely terrific, and I thought it was just. It was just beautifully laid out. Yeah, there was some worries about it because they they started talking about reshoots, and then you know some people were worrying that maybe 
they needed to tone it down or they were going to make changes. Well, see, I, th- I think that, you know, when, when people, uh, you know, I mean, you know, my expectation was, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, talk too much about it, but I mean, I mean, if you're, if you're a Star Wars person, you well, you, you understand what you're watching, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, it's uh, it was, it was really, and then there's a, there's a, a couple of uh, really good Easter eggs that, that I'm not going to tell you about that are, that you know what? Good. I heard they did a they did reshoot some scenes, the, some of the Darth Vader scenes. If I won't go into details, man, Dar- Darth Vader is is pure, pure like one like little black ball in your stomach, evil. Just uh, no, they finally they did him justice. Ooh. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think that America fans could be proud to wear their Darth Vader masks again. <laughs> <laughs> in the stands again, like, like the Raider fans used to. Oh shit, man! I'm I'm so disappointed that man. I thought, and I was wondering why I wasn't getting a reaction when Ronnie would talk about uh, talk about La Volpe. I would uh, just put that underneath, and then like I bring it up to drown it out to make it sound like he was actually La Volpe. Just uh, didn't work. Yeah, it wasn't going through, John. It did not work out. Well, next time. Technical difficulties. Next time. Next time, I'll have to. Check everything. Y'all should have said something. You sound fine. Whatever. You know, just 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 like uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna th- instead of accept, actually, I'm just gonna you know not accept any blame and just throw y'all under the bus. Es que mi, mis compañeros no me dijeron que, que el equipo no estaba trabajando y pues luego les voy a echar la culpa por no decirme que porque yo no pues yo no sabía. <laughs> anyway, well, gentlemen, I think we should probably wrap it up. It's getting very late for me, and I have a. I do actually have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, so there's a game Christmas night. Are we going to do this Christmas night, or are you guys going to be uh, with your oh. with your familias? Yeah, I don't know what my sketches might be like. Yeah. Which is un- See, again, it's just, just unfortunate for us because you know, you know, the, the week between Christmas and New Year is, is like the, is like the toughest week in the in the world to do anything. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're going to have a final. That's why I wish they would have gotten this, you know this thing taken care of. Before the Mundial de Clubes, which you don't even talk about tonight. And the other thing I have to say about that is, you know, to me, to me, give it Wensa because when when the Japanese team just you know goes balls to the wall against Real Madrid and comes really close to beating them, it just makes <laughs> you wonder why on earth don't don't more people do that against teams like you know why why doesn't America play them like that you know the, you know they could have easily have given Real, Real Madrid's there they're, they're there as a cascarita you know don't don't <laughs> give them that much respect play them. If they scorch you, they scorch you, but at least play them, you know? You know, who knows what's going to happen? But don't let them. I mean, that was. Yeah, I missed, I missed the game, but I was hearing the comments, and it all seemed like they were being too respectful. They were playing them like an equipo chico is what they were doing. And uh, the, 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 the antlers did no such thing. They said, hey, man, you're in Japan, and we're Japanese, and we're going to give you a hell. You know, we're going to. Vamos a hacer pesar la, la localía. They did. I mean, they 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 played really well. I mean, they they had the lead, man. They 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 they, they had them. They could have won it too. Would have been. I mean, imagine how great that would be. It, it would totally legitimize that tournament if the if the Japanese team would have won that. But at least at least oh, America America didn't have as bad a tournament as uh, the Colombian team, even though the Colombian team came in third place. That would have to be a, a major fracaso for them. For Nacional? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Losing two. Absolutely. 
So. Yeah, I think before them, uh, when was the last time the Libertadores champion didn't make the final? Uh, a few years ago, I think one of the uh, one of the African teams beat them. Uh, beat the uh, I can't remember if it was the European team or the or the South American team. So, I just I, I just want one year for the Mexican team to win the, their first round game when they have the South American team in the in the, in the next instead of the European team. Can can that please happen just once? I'm not saying that they're not going to have a chance against the European team. But, uh, you know, if, if, they, if they're going to play with anybody, they, you know, for whatever reason, they play better against South American teams than the European teams. So. You know what? They always lose to the African teams too, though. They do. Or the Asian. You know that Cameroon was the first time Mexico had beaten an African team in a World Cup? No, I was not aware. Yeah. That's the first time. Uh, is that the first time they played? Uh, no, it was the fourth no. time they played an African team. And the, the, what? What? Seventy-eight. We lost to uh, Tunis, making oh. it the first African win in the World Cup ever. Yep. And then uh, we didn't go to eighty-two. And then in in uh, in eighty-six, uh, they didn't play again an African team again until uh, until mm-hmm. Angola. We didn't go to ninety. In ninety four, no yeah, African team. It was Angola. They tied Angola. They tied South Africa, and then they finally beat Cameroon. Yeah, they tied tied the South Africa. Yeah, it was fourth. You're right, John. I had to backtrack. And I have to, uh, you know, that game should have never been as close as it was because Giovanni scored two very legitimate goals. Oh man, that sucks because he, yeah, he had, had a hat trick. Yeah, easy. He, he would have totally gone for first, it. Would that probably be the first ever for a Mexican? Well, yeah. I mean, the only person that's ever scored more than two goals in a, or just two goals in a game was Matador. No one else has scored two in one yes. game. Yes, sir. Luis Garcia. Oh, that's Ireland. right. Against Ireland. Oh, yeah. How could I forget? Ninety-four. I was living uh, with with a bunch of. Uh, well, I was really- living with three other guys, um, and, and they were all they were all American, over uh, just off campus here in Austin. And uh, I, I took the day off to watch that game, so I was at home watching it, and I thought I was by myself. Oh. And when, oh. when Luisito scored the first one, I went just, you know, as apeshit as I'd gone, because I hadn't seen Mexico score a goal in the World Cup in, what, eight years or whatever. It had been a long time. <laughs> so I went just just apeshit, just all, all over the place, just screaming like an, and one of my roommates just sitting there at the tiny room table having nice lunch. He's like, are you okay? He's like, oh, it's just uh, that was goal of my game. I watch it over there. You know, there was, that, did you get your revolvers, John, and shoot them in the air? No, was, I didn't do that. There was an Irish player. I don't know if it was Houghton. Uh, and he tried punching Luis Hernandez. Yes. No, it was Terry he, Phelan. Oh, there you go. He's running behind him, and he, he swings. And I think this guy was like a boxer. And he, he tried punching him out. Uh, I think I think cause uh, and and this is funny. Um, he had given him the dos acero. Yep. He was he was taunting the players with. Well, no, no. Well, he he got hit in the head. Luis Garcia did, and then the guy that did it, he he said, "Hey, so you see that scoreboard?" He said, "I two u zero. <laughs> I remember that. No, that was a weird game because uh, uh. That was when Jackie Charlton had a like they were having like a major problem with with a substitution. And you remember he was just giving it to the fourth the fourth official for like yeah. ten minutes. I remember they came in as favorites because they had beaten Italy. Right. 
And, and Mexico then, had lost to Norway. And then Saguinho, Saguinho came within a within an RCH of of, of making it three zero, but he Saginho, missed. Man. He missed. Sucked. He missed by like the like the just the, the you know not as bad as the one in Norway. But the, Saguinho you know, scored like fifty goals in qualifiers, and then he, the he one he missed. The one he missed against Norway, he, I will never he, forgive him. He for can't score that. in front of an open net. Dude. God, that was awful. <laughs> you know what? I, I remember Sagi for all his misses, though, for some reason. That that one was harder to miss than 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 oh. uh, to score, man. That no ball. kidding. <laughs> all he had to do was just push it with his body. <laughs> Any part of his body, but his hands, it would have gone. I bought the fight gravity, man. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, re- I remember that was exciting. Uh, it was very the group of death, the group right. of death, and uh, and then. Uh, Mexico plays Italy and and they were losing and I think it's Marcelino Bernal from from really far. Yeah, he scored a great goal and that was when uh when Garcia Aspe just had this like like rocket that uh, was a Gianluca Paluca was the goalie I think for Italy. Yeah, and, yeah. Was, yeah. you know and, and that um that was a good game. That jersey that they wore. Oh, it was a beautiful like, jersey. I'd never seen it again. It had like a wing, right? It was white jersey. Yeah. And then the top part was it looked like a wing. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like an eagle, like an eagle's wing. It was so yeah. beautiful. I never seen it again, man. <laughs> that's a great uniform. No, but that uh, that uh, that Ireland game was was just it was just weird for me that I had to deal with folks that had never really been exposed to a World Cup before. So they didn't know what to, what to Most expect. Like, and Ireland ended up not qualifying. <laughs> no, they made they made it out of the third out of the. They did. Then they played well, Holland. Be... They played Holland and lost in the in the round. How many 16. third? How many third place teams would qualify? Back then it was four. Oh, the U.S. qualified. And the U.S. qualified. Uh, Ireland qualified as a third place team. Argentina. Argentina qualified as a third place team. You're right, Shit. and because uh, yeah. they, they got that was right after the Maradona thing. Some of the younger kids are like, "What third place team?" Yeah, and the and the fourth one was. Uh, well, the competition was smaller. It was uh, what twenty four teams well, back then. It the was fourth 20, one. It had just was, been. It had just been extended twenty four. Or had it been? No, it was. It was uh, the first twenty four one was in nineteen eighty two. So it was. It was the fourth one that was. Uh, but they didn't start doing the. Uh, the round of sixteen until eighty six, because in seventy, I guess in eighty two, they did this crazy weird thing where they had, where they had four groups of three teams, and then the three teams played each other. Uh, so there was you know three games and the you know they played they played two ex, but, two but teams. It's crazy how they went from twenty four teams, and then when they France had already had the World Cup ninety eight, and then they they say hey we're going to thirty two teams. And yeah, I was I was fine with that. Though. Yeah, no, that, that know, was. But a, they that weren't. They weren't prepared because you know they had prepared for twenty four. <laughs> right. And right. they yeah, dropped like, teams on them almost. Probably like eight teams more, but. <clears throat> yeah, to make sure the the Nets had a spot to qualify, right? Huh. No, because no, it oh, was uh, it was no, a, a lot of teams. They were Mexico, Mexico was the first tournament that had the uh, the four best third place teams to uh, to advance. No, I mean uh, 
the qualifiers for France. Oh, when they they, they when they then they extended it. Yeah, no, they that, added... that's that's when the a lot of the corruption of like buying the boats. So part of the way that you would get boats was like you'll guarantee the feds like a ne- a couple extra tickets. So you'll be like, okay, we're we're you know because they would boat in blocks. They'll be like, okay, what well, we need. Right, because in the uh, in the seventies was when uh, Joao Avalanche figured out. Well, the reason he got elected was that he figured out that uh, that he could get the, uh, you know, the 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 confederations that had more members, and 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 you know that way he took the power away from the Europeans. Yeah, he... and FIFA hasn't really been the same since. All right, John, blink twice if you got an envelope full of money. <laughs> if if I personally have gotten one, yeah, from uh, from bladder, just blink twice. From bladder. Well, I mean, you know, you know, Sep and I, you know, we, we, we summer together in the Hamptons. So, you know, I've gotten the, there've been some white envelopes waiting for me and, you know, as, as gift bags, <laughs> a gift bag in the shape of a, of a white envelope. All right. So this has been bugging me. So I'm, I'm going to consult the, uh, the interwebs to figure out who the, uh, figure out who the other third place team was from which world cup from 94 i've been driving me crazy oh i i got it in front of me no yeah so we said it was argentina the u.s italy and then the fourth one was also belgium was the fourth third place team oh that's right because the saudi arabians beat them i remember shifu and so shifu Man, he played in. Uh, he was like twenty in the nineteen eighty six World Cup. So he played in four World Cups. Eighty because he almost scored against Mexico in ninety eight. See the Italian Belgian. Yeah, he was great. He was a really good player. Because yeah, he was only twenty one when they when Belgium had that semifinal run in Mexico. And by the way, if you've never seen it, Juan, watch the uh, the Belgium uh, Russia match from the eighty six World Cup. It just it just a phenomenal game. The the goalkeeping, even though the it was it was four two, the goalkeeping is outstanding. Because both teams had so many just crazy good chances that the, the the goalies made just these crazy, crazy saves, one crazy save after another. It's a really, really, really entertaining game. And the goals themselves were terrific. Belanoff scores a goal that he uh he runs from right to left at the top of the box and then and then and then shoots across the goal. To the to the other corner and just hits the corner of the you know the you know the post that holds the netting up inside the goal. Yeah, he hits he hits he hits the the end of that just perfect, just perfectly like the ball just just yeah the goalie didn't even move. It is a uh, it is a crazy good goal. That's a that's a great game. Highly recommend that game for you folks that uh, didn't start watching World Cups till the nineties. I would watch the uh, 1986 Belgium Russia game. You know, most started in the 2000s, John. There used don't, to be. Don't make uh, me feel old. There used to be a Nintendo the game. Club. <laughs> I don't know if you guys played Nintendo, but like Belgium was a Belgium and Russia were like the powerhouses in that game. What was it called? Because I played, I played one. Fuck, I don't remember, dude. But the graphics were. When Nintendo, it was eight bit. Uh, and and they they had one game that uh, 
you will power up the shot and you can knock out the players. <laughs> I don't know if was it was that, that one. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. It was kind of dumb because after a while, the players were knocked out and the ball would just lie there. The players, <laughs> could only, the players didn't have that much movement. I'll tell you another game that should be required viewing for everybody is the uh, – actually, the one that was at the Azteca in 1970, uh, the semifinal between Germany and Italy. Another just crazy good game. They played They played so elegantly back then. They were such gentlemen when they played. You know, it, was, it was violent, but it was you know, only violent when it had to be. You know, just, you know they, they, let, they, they, they let each other pass, and you know, they, they had like each had you know, just gobs of shots on goal. It was uh, it was it was a, it was a very good style. It's a great game too. Last last second heroics from both teams, just nuts. Franz Beckenbauer has a disabled or a dislocated shoulder, so he plays the after the injury the rest of the game with a hand strapped to his shoulder to his uh, to his chest, and he plays the rest of the game. Have you ever seen pictures of that, Juan? No, Franz. Of Beckenbauer playing with uh with his uh arm uh slung to his chest. Yeah, he played the he played the whole second half like and the extra time like that. I I might have in the passes. Yeah, that was uh it's, it's a great game. I highly recommend it. Boys, it is two thirty my time. I probably need to get going. It was fun to reminisce though. But uh, we had a great show tonight. I really enjoyed it. I wish that uh, you know. I wish these games, you know. I like you know. I understand why the games start at nine p.m. in Mexico because that's the when you know folks get home from work and I get that. But man, it really kills us. <laughs> so yeah, no kidding, man. Sheesh. You know, but, but at least the Sunday one will be at seven. But we're not going to be able to chat because it's going to be Christmas and everyone's going to be with their with their with their familiares. Who would listen to us on Christmas? <laughs> well, I mean, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so the, I mean, dozens, dozens of people. I guess the only thing more pathetic than podcasting on Christmas night is listening to people podcast on Christmas night. <laughs> that's harsh. That's harsh. Well, on that on that happy note, and uh, this is a, a holiday edition, so we do want to wish everybody. A, I definitely wish uh, y'all a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Joel. Merry Christmas, Juan. Thank Hope you, guys. Don't... Get to spend some uh, quality time with with your with your familiar units. <laughs> Thank you, John. Merry Christmas, dude. Yeah. Thank you very much. Is, uh, is, is Santa coming by, Juan, or, or or your kids on the permanent naughty list? Nah, they, they, Santa came by there. Yeah, they made the cut. Barely. Yeah, Santa got the approval email. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever threaten your kids with, I'm going to have to email Santa Claus? Uh, when they were younger. Yeah. Did it work? No. <laughs> you know what? The the little one, it doesn't work with her. <laughs> She's bragging about, oh, I'm borderline on Santa's list. <laughs> really? Borderline. Yeah, dude. She's something else, man. That's hilarious. How old is she? Uh, five. And she thinks she thinks she's on the bottom, on could be on the naughty list. That's that's oh. hilarious. Oh yeah, dude. She knows she's she's laughing about. It. I don't know, dude. Who knows what's wrong with her? <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, 
I hope you guys have a, have a great Christmas. Owen, good talk to you, man. Always a pleasure, John. Yeah, I, I, I have to pull this thing out of the out of the Chivas uh, <laughs> the Chivas vortex. You guys, you guys, uh, you guys are very passionate. It's a it's a lot of fun. By the way, this has been the Cantina <laughs> Mekis uh, podcast. Really, thank you guys. If if you've stuck around this long on this podcast, then more than that, we really do appreciate it. Uh, we will talk to you guys probably in, in in New Year. You guys enjoy the rest of your holiday. Thank you very much. <laughs>